Everybody. Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Lucas, and me, Emma, and, and me, joining oh, us. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Should he's we? so comfortable. He's just gonna jump right on in. Yeah, I didn't think I needed an introduction. I don't think he needs I, an introduction I either. Lucas wanted to. He's back again. We have Dylan with us today, everybody. Dylan, yes. Thanks to hi. Very excited. Our yeah, favorite sports commentator. He loves our sports movies. Oh yeah, that is. And fun fact, I didn't realize this was a sports movie. Oh, the description it, oh. wouldn't you let wouldn't, me on. You wouldn't think so. Well, that's the thing, right? It's a, I I told Dylan we were doing this episode this month, and he was like, "Oh, I love that movie. I'd love to be on." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, we could work that out." But also, the the reason I'm glad he's here is because he's actually played hockey for a significant amount of time, and I know nothing about hockey. Yeah, so. which is even which tell is, you the basic which is rules. why watching it now makes it even more cringeworthy. Oh, oh man, the cringe, oh uh, the cringe in this movie, man. Yeah. I can't even begin to describe. You guys told me. I just want you guys to back it up. That I when on the last podcast, Luke was like, the plot of this movie is a twelve-year-old genius like goes to college and like blah blah. This movie yes is no. mainly about <laughs> hockey. Like there's, there's, a, so there's a strong hockey. hockey involved. It's mainly about yeah that hockey championship and whether the coach is going to lose his job. Or not. I would say this <laughs> is movie really what this is, is more about. about hockey than it is about anything else. Yeah, like, kind of. Yes. Yeah, the gravitron takes a backseat to uh, hockey. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's it's a it's a minor plot point. The fact that they're solving one of the mysteries of the universe. Why do I have no memory of this movie? Like I've I'm never seen sure. this before in Lucas, my life. Lucas, had you seen it? I I had seen it before. Yeah. I had distinct memories of certain scenes. I remembered the whole thing of the hockey game at the end with what they do to the other team. I remember the basic premise. I remember the scene where he gives like the lecture to his class. I didn't I didn't remember it beat for beat or anything, but it's like, yeah, I'm familiar relatively with this film. And I was so so I feel like that's a rare thing where I've seen a movie and Emma hasn't. I feel like most of the time we've either both seen and it. And this or one's just older. Like I'm older oh, than both yeah, of you. And old. I've never seen Well I was telling Emma that there were certain films that they just didn't show that often throughout the years. And this was definitely one of them. Like I remember being a kid and like watching it like once or twice and it going a period of years before like it was on one night again which is strange which is which is strange because the main uh the main one that i think uh that comes to mind with that is uh freaking the one with shia labeouf what's true, it called true confessions true, true confessions, confessions. Yeah. well but they that was a clear reason why they don't show that there's one a anymore. reason yeah. they, they don't there's show a reason like, they don't this show is that like anymore. just as old as like Probably this fun. this came out the same year as Xenon, Smart That's House, Thirteenth like Year, Johnny Tsunami. It's yeah. old, but it's not that old, and it's not problematic in a any like, yeah, really yeah. noticeable way. No, so I don't know why they don't like. And they fucking played those other ones to death. They yeah. played Thirteenth oh, yeah. Year like every year, oh, twice a year. Sm- and Smart House was oh. every week. It seemed like nineteen ninety nine was a lot of hits for Disney Channel because they they started in uh, ninety seven with the DComs, and then yeah. they did three in ninety eight, and mm. then they did like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in 99 and those are it's, it's freaking like i said xenon 13th year smart house johnny tsunami don't look under the bed i like even the, the smaller ones that i feel like not everyone's familiar with 
are horse scents and can of worms, and even those are pretty recognizable. Maybe this one just got drowned out because there was so much other better shit. That's possible. This could be like the Black Sheep. It, I was literally going to say Black, lineup. yeah, Black yeah, Sheep in '99 for sure. Yeah, the Black Sheep. <laughs> yeah, they put this it was one on a the good shelf. Year. <laughs> yeah, they they benched this one. Mm-hmm. Speaking of getting benched, let, do we want to get? Yes, into we, can, the movie? We, can, we can. We can jump right in. We uh, we don't have a bunch of news to talk about. The only nothing really worth noting. It's just that uh, uh, I, we brought we did mention it, so I'm just going to throw this out. They have confirmed that they are doing Rufus in the new Kim Possible movie because they released an image with Rufus in it, and I was like, oh thank oh God, God, what does he look like? Oh, he looks so so bad. It's we really knew awful. it was going to be bad. It's, we all it's, knew it. It's not a very good image. You just see him like pop up on Ron's shoulder, and I was like, "Oh, good, he's there, and he's terrible." Wait, Dylan's Wonderful. googling it. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, curious yeah. now. It's like a weird moving image thing. It's not like a solid picture, and he like pops up. It's it's. They're horrifying. trying to hide it. That's when you know it's they bad are, because yes. if it was good, they would be proud of it. Right. Well, while you're looking that up, it was just that was the thing, and then they released a new version of the theme song that is sung by the girl they cast to play Kim, Sadie Stanley. And it's fine. It's good for what it is. It's nothing worth talking about. Why so does I wasn't ev- going to bring it Disney up. Disney think that everybody they hire has to be a singer? Because they want to milk them for as much as they can, Emma. Wait, what? <gasps> what is that? What oh, the find- fuck is oh, that? <laughs> is it in just like the photo of those three what? standing there? Yeah, yeah with, yeah, with oh, Shingo and Draken uh, in the corner. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> what are we looking at? Oh, it looks like Sloth from the Goonies. I'm disgusted. It does. That's a great, I'm that's so a great equivalent. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. awful. Yeah, well, listen, we prepared ourselves for this to happen. This had to happen, basically. If we wanted Rufus, he was going to look terrible. I'm sorry. Speaking of looking terrible, can we jump into the film? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's hop right in. So, we open up on an ice rink, and with a singular Why child. Why is he wearing a suit on an yeah, ice rink? That I was, was my first a, question. Yeah, it's confusing, right? Because I assume this to be his school uniform. It looked like a prep school, school, correct. Yeah. I literally think it was just because, oh, he's a genius, so he, like, is always in, like... Too smart to change clothes. Yeah, he's in shirt, tie, and blazer all the time. Some would that if you're a genius, you would know to change clothes before you go on an ice rink, because you would be smart. But... That logic proves faulty time and time throughout this movie. <laughs> of course. But, like, he's also good at hockey. Like, he's not bad. No. We're not supposed to believe that he's bad at hockey. No, no. Not at all. So maybe change out of the suit. I don't know. Well, he's just playing with himself. He's just, like, batting the buck around. And then his dad comes in to the ice rink and he's like, hey, uh, get off the ice and hop on the Zamboni. I need you to do my job for me. Two things. We're gonna- also, number one, him playing by himself and talking to himself reminded me of Threat Level Midnight from The Office. He looked like Michael Scott in that little suit, like, skating around the ice <laughs> rink by himself. And number two, his dad is what can only be characterized as, like, a yokel. He's a a simple man. We're going to talk about the dad throughout this because I I have several questions about the dad. But it's like they told him, like, your kid's a genius, but you're dumb. And the guy was like, I don't need any more direction than that. I'm going to... Nailed. Yes. Did you guys also catch what his name is? No. No. Uh, it, he is credited in the film as Dad Boyle. Like, Dad is his legal first name. <laughs> that checks out. Fucking thing I've that ever checks heard. out. Wait, also, I, was, I was dying I'm laughing. Jumping ahead here, but as we're on the, the lazy miss um, of these parents. Um, oh, yeah. The mom oh, yeah. is alive, but never even cast. Because <laughs> she's, she's alive, voice. but where she's never, she is heard, but not seen. She's, ne- never. she's heard off screen for one second and mm-hmm. referenced once, which at this point, I know this is morbid, but at that point, Disney Channel, just kill her. Just, do, just yeah. kill her. Just do, just, do your worst. Here's just, the thing, right? Okay, again, jumping even further ahead, 
Claire's mom is dead, right? The greatest mystery of this movie that I, we never get answered. No, I, I was think, hoping one of you guys had an answer. I was, I was, I was in this whole movie just sitting there like, God, there's, I know, I can feel it. There's a dead mom in this movie somewhere. Yeah. I can smell it. I can smell but it on the film But they never confirm that Emmy no. Rossum's mom is dead. No, no, but she, they largely implied it. They did that music and... She was like, a, just for a, a moment, the heavens opened up. She exclusively used the past tense. She's never around. She she just talks. She's about, talking about a past event. I know, but it's but it gave me that vibe. It's like, I oh, think, it, yeah. I, it, it gave but, me that vibe too. Because then I totally Disney, thought, do your worst, just fucking kill her. Tell us she died. In right, because I guess. totally thought that his mom was gonna be the dead one, and then they're like, oh no, honey, stay off screen. And I was like, okay, so she's alive. And then later on, I was like, ah, she's the one with the dead mother, <laughs> but never confirmed. Uh, okay, but anyway, so he's skating around. Dad says do my job for me and he's like ah ah, don't worry i got someplace to be so i built you this thing which is like it looks like a toaster yeah Uh, and he's like what's this and he's like oh well it does this i don't know something bulk i feel really bad for whoever had to write the techno babble in this movie i don't know how much of it is accurate or good or just (laughs) like shit honestly guys also this part is one of my favorite bad movie lines where he goes Blah, 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 like, it's gonna hydrovance the electrons of the of the ice and the freezing point and, of the Celsius, yeah. and then the dad then goes, he, English, yeah, please. Yeah, then he dumps which, it the fuck down for, is, for, for, for his dad, Dad Boyle. If you ever hear the terms English, please, to a smart person on a computer, you're watching a bad movie. Yeah. And then he's like, um, English, please. Or a, or a cop show, where they're like, oh, we can't track his VPN software in English, damn it. And then, no, Ice-T goes, uh, English, please. <laughs> Please, yeah. to the whatever tech guy they brought into that SVU episode. Also, to Dylan's point, had there been a part in this movie where the father said, oh, hi, I'm Charlie's dad, Dad Boyle, this movie would have gone to a 10 out of 10. Let me tell you that right now. That I also been... asked, um, is this dad a person? Like, is this an actor that I should know? He kind of he has, kinda like... He looks like he looks, someone. You know what he looks like? He looks like Cameron Old from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but it's not that no. guy. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like that's the thing with, like, a couple... Like, the mo- mo- the majority of the adult actors. They all look like people where it's like, I feel like maybe I saw you on, like, a cop show once or something. I can't or you tell if he was famous a long actor. time ago or if he was in, like, a I don't think so. I didn't, like, check, I didn't check IMDb for anybody. Uh, but so, so he's like, I, be- I made you this dumb thing, and... And basically what it is, it's an auto Zamboni. Like, he puts it on the ice, presses a button, and the whole ice is perfect. And he's like, yeah. oh, wow. And that is a way to make, like, a million dollars right there, folks. Like, the fact that you, like, I, I feel like that's so casually given away. I was like, you patent that. You're set for life. That was literally one of my notes throughout this film is, like, some of his inventions. I'm like, just patent that shit. Sell it for, for million, millions like, of dollars. Yeah. Your dad doesn't have to ever yeah, use a Zamboni again. he doesn't have again. to do anything. Um, but so he's like, all right, great. Ice is all good. I got to go. Oh, we also, there's a weird line that dad gives where the dad sees that he has rollerblades and he says charlie i told you not to bring those here they're bad for business and i was like yeah. wait the existence the existence of having rollerblades is bad for your ice skating business what also what is his business does he own the i rink? think he's the rink I assume manager so. i think yeah, he's I the rink, that's how rink manager and yeah also zams the ice but yeah apparently the competitive <laughs> landscape of of the ice skating also- market is at direct conflict of bleeding. Also, just again, I'm going to say this for my fans out there. 
where the fuck are we? Is it yep, supposed was, to be Chicago? No. I because he says so. Chicago he, later, but then it sounds like no. he's lying. I he's think like he's the lying mean there. Street. You know, he's lying this there. This, to me, feels like rural Wisconsin. No. But then but, they're playing street hockey. No, when they're playing street hockey, that looks straight up West Village. Yeah. I was like, what yes, the fuck? Yes, it looks like the West Village. Yeah, it looks like West Village. When I was they like, were are in they the in, ice rink. I was like, are they on Grove Street yeah, right now? <laughs> just knocking it around? Like New York. Yeah, so it looks like we're in West Village, like on Grove Street, basically. And when you see the townhome they live in, it's like, this looks nice. Beautiful. Like, beautiful. Yeah. It's like a beautiful... Like, like several clearly, million dollar townhome. And also like a clearly a city home. Yes. It's like, where clearly is this massive a, ice cream clearly, in the middle of a city? Clearly, no, clearly in the city. I mean, I guess it could be Chicago, but I did agree with you. I thought it was he was lying. Neither of the parents went to college. The dad's the rink manager, but they have this beautiful townhome in the city. $7 million townhome in a, like, in a city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I looked Where's at, that money coming from? So I was confused. At first, I thought, this, this is Manhattan somehow, but <laughs> it didn't add up. Um, and I looked, so they filmed it in Toronto. Which, As yes, everything. Which makes sense. Oh, well, no, that becomes... A spe- well, I, they definitely filmed... They definitely filmed the college stuff in Toronto. So I wouldn't be, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh they filmed this random street thing somewhere in I'm Toronto sure they too. filmed all of it in Toronto. Yeah, it was As all it was all Toronto. Like, and being Hallmark movies, you know what you can make look like New York, Toronto. Yeah, and having <laughs> been to Toronto several times um and spending some like I was there for a month, like there are streets like in certain neighborhoods of Toronto that look like New York? Yeah, like, look like West Village or Lincoln Park Oh, D- Dylan, Chicago. you might have been walking the hallowed halls where they shot Genius. I probably, I might have, if I could be so lucky. But but, but anyway, so the street that we're talking about is he's going to play street hockey, and he says, I'm, I'm going to go play street hockey. I have a feeling they're actually going to let me play yeah. today. And I wrote down word for word, I feel like they're not, bitch. Yeah, they're no. <laughs> no, because there's it's just a bunch of kids playing hockey, and then he's just, like, sitting on the sidelines, like, all geared up. T- it's like but live it's not, action rocket power. But it's like, not yeah. because of his skill. It's like just that he's socially. Well, yeah, but he's like socially off. Because when you're that smart, yeah. he's just like, yeah, socially off and super nerdy. And he, he just needs to shut up. He does. Like, that's really his problem. Because he like gives, he's like, here, I made this to yeah. play hockey. And he's like, it's and a And he puck. was in. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck up. He blew up. it. He was yeah, in. Yeah. He's he like, it, all right, the, the, yeah. Everyone's like, whoa, this puck is amazing. And he's like, yeah, yeah I made it out of like graphite that relaxed concrete. And his, you know, I've been studying the work of Dr. Kickenstein or whatever the guy's name is. Like, all stuff. And I'm just like, dude, yeah. dude, you're going too big, too fast. Call yeah. the down. puck was, I don't know how street hockey works, but the he showed the, this kid who, by the way, Gives the worst performance in this movie. This that, kid that I, he's I, to I, I fully believe that looks, that is not his voice. But I thought he was <laughs> auto dubbed. He yeah. looks number one so barred out, and number two, like I think he is all of his lines are dubbed over by someone else. But yeah. this kid yeah. that's yeah. two full feet taller than him, he shows him the puck, and the kid sounds like, like an eight year old. <laughs> he's like this. He's like that won't work on the street. Why don't pucks work on the street? I don't know. That's not... A- That's, it's false. That's not true at all. Like, playing plenty of, like, street hockey, like, I had plenty of those regular, just, like, street pucks. hockey what pucks. Did- <laughs> no, I don't know. I have he no like, idea what... He was like, ice puck. That will not work on the street. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, I, I built it. It's out of graphite or whatever. And then they're like, immediately, you're in. You can yeah. play. Let's go. And then he, he blows it. And then he blows it immediately. Yeah, he yeah. gets sent right back to the bench, and then there's like a girl sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, you know anything about uh, gravitons?" And she's like, I, "I'm not doing this." And she just gets up and walks away. 
Yeah. And then he like and then he just sits there on the bench and we do a time shift. And he's just sitting there in the oh, dark. Oh, hours. Hours. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, but he's just sitting there at the be- on the bench, darkness, everyone's off the street and I and then the lights come on. He's like, "Well, now I'll pack it in." And I was like, "Why did you pack it in when everybody else left?" I had the yeah. same thought. And then uh then we go to uh seven, $7 yes, seven, yeah, 73rd and 5th and uh beautiful townhome. And they live in a beautiful house. And yeah. he has a huge room to himself. And with yes. like a bunch of equipment in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, when your kid's a genius, you're going to throw as much money at him as he needs because he's going to keep throwing out Zamboni machines. Really, though? The dad right. seems pretty fucking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, yeah. So, what is that? He's doing some shit in his room. He's working on a hockey stick to make it like a. Uh, yeah, like automatic. Yeah. Not to be a dick, but like, can this kid like start working on a cure for cancer instead of hockey related <laughs> shit? Like, he is. That, I, that's I, the whole shtick of the film is like, this kid's. All of the stuff is basically... Around hockey. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I want the Blackhawks to win as much as the next goal. Like, <laughs> I think this kid's genius could be used for something a little bit more worthwhile. Like, come on. Yeah. With that being said, the dad should absolutely piggyback off this kid and make... <laughs> oh, and, I, I mean, he has to be, right? Like, he's just I, like... I think maybe like, that's what it is. The dad has you. secretly been patenting these inventions. That's Behind how they're, his back? That's how they're affording this townhome, no? I'm like, and the mom, the mom didn't go to. She said no one has ever gone to college. The mom's not a surgeon down the there. The mom like, objected to his dastardly deeds. Then he locked her in the basement, and that's why we don't see her. Tied her to a souffle machine, and that's all she's been doing for the rest of her days. A souffle yeah. machine. Yes. Um, okay. That the kid invented Emma. Keep up. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so he's like, oh, yeah, well, sorry, you didn't get to play it again. But here's the thing. You could forget all about that when you're at Harvard or Princeton or Yale. And he's pulling all these letters out of this yeah. bag. And he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, all my scholarship stuff came in. And he's like, yeah, uh, every school wants you. And, like, they're all all expenses paid so you can go wherever you want. And he's like, oh, I already know where I'm going. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> Uh, Northern Wisconsin <laughs> Dylan University. Dylan is, as you're talking, live Googling Northern Wisconsin University. It doesn't exist. It doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. It doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. I Googled it. It's and, but here's so the thing. fake. That's the thing, right? It's okay, so they made up this school for him to go to. But my so they is, could film in Canada. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But my point is, is if they're going to make up a school, why not make it sound more prestigious? Like, it just sounds no, like that's a the point. College. Yeah, that's the point. It is. It's just like a state school. school. That's he's Yeah, exactly. He's turning down Ivy's to go... Fuck around like in the with basement Dr. of the ring. Frickenst- <laughs> yeah, with I think the it's actually Crickenstein. I think I'm fucking. It's Cri- I think it's Crickenstein. Crickstein. Yeah. I can, yeah, hey, yeah. look. I called him Doctor Roger Rabbit because he's the voice of Roger Rabbit. He is. Yes, that's a, that's Charles Fleischer. But so he's like, yeah, yeah. Here's where I go. So I can work with Doctor Crickstein. And he's like, are you sure? Like, I like you can go to Harvard, you know, like full ride. And he said, well, oh, another important thing he says here is he says it's a full ride. I just have to teach a couple classes. What the fuck is this? What's we have the, okay. we have. I have legitimately no idea what is his role in going to college other than he helps He's, do- he's not he's, going to college, he, right? right? No, he's just, he's helping do research and teaching. He doesn't take classes he, there. He, yeah, he never goes to class. He, he teaches never classes, goes to class. no. And he, just he goes does to class research. at the middle school. Yeah. And also, I think I missed this line because this movie was boring me, but I think I missed this line. And then when he started walking in to teach the first class, that's when it clicked for me. I was like, what fucking scholarship 
would require you to teach a class. Oh, well, that, obviously, that's Emma. That's insane. That's obviously part of it, but it's just the fact that it's like, wait, so what part of this scholarship involves you actually going to this school and learning? He's smarter would, than everyone at the school. I so, like, get, what is he going to learn there? I would get if, like, the lab work with Dr. Klickenstein, whatever his <laughs> name is, is was, was, like, two credits of, like, a lab study. But you sure. still have to go to other fucking no, classes. No, he doesn't go to class. He, no, he's, he's not, not getting a degree. Or, that's why I was confused <laughs> This. Also, so, like, like, you know you're old. This is the same thing as, like, tweet about, like, like fucking Disney animated movies. But, like, you know you're old when you start siding with the parents in Disney Channel original movies. Because I was like, go to Harvard. Yeah, you that was literally one of my idiot. notes. I was like, shouldn't the parents be like, uh, you're 13. We're telling you what to do. You're going to Harvard. Like, we like, have these I, letters. I know you want this, but, like, I'm the adult. I don't think, like, legally a 13-year-old can, te- can teach a college course. Like, you need to be, like, a licensed teacher and stuff like that, I feel like. Any Details. technicalities of that went out the window in this one. We know right. that. Right, but, but, but so the reason he wants to go to this place is because, yeah, Dr. Kriegstein, he's this close to discovering the graviton, which is a theoretical... Is that a real thing? It's a guys? real thing. It's a real thing, but it, it is... It do- we don't know if it exists or not. It's like, I... I I'm gaining this from a five-second skim of Wikipedia where it just said, if it exists. And I was like, okay. I literally wrote down, ask Luke and Dylan, is the Graviton uh, real? Because I was, couldn't I mean, we don't know. It's a theory, that. basically. It's a theory, I think, at this point. But uh, so he's like, he's this close to covering the Graviton. If we can figure that out, we can, like, you know, defy gravity and make the future happen, etc. And the dad's like, all right, look, if you're sure, you're sure. And then they do this super dramatic shot. Effect of throwing the hardware oh, yeah. letter in the trash can. Yeah, it was really over the top. Somebody got an effect on their computer that day and they're like, I know exactly what I'm going to do with this. Uh, but then we just do a... Ho- then they like dance around for a little bit, and it's supposed to be funny, but it's not. Then we do a wipe to the first day of school, and this is the immediate signifier that this was not shot, actually, in Wisconsin, because it's supposed to be... Because it, it says... There's a big banner that says, Welcome Freshmen, so you're like, okay, this is the beginning of the school year, but there's, like, snow everywhere and i was like it's supposed to be like august or september or whatever why did it just snow last night because it's canada very obviously um so he goes to the uh hockey rink oh because another important fact is that the lab crickstein's lab is directly below the hockey rink because the ice from the hockey rink cools the particle accelerator Mm -hmm. probably the most important detail of the film (laughs) yeah it's brought up multiple times by far the most important also it doesn't really make a ton of sense like because we see the particle accelerator and it's on the ground and the and the thing is up top like and it's also just pipes that's also it's just pipes also is a particle accelerator a real thing i didn't research that that's a real thing does it uh, but, look like but, just so, pipes? Because I don't think so. No, I mean it's probably. I think it's very big pipes, but not anywhere near as small as they have one. But uh, but he. So that's why he wants to go here too, because it's hockey and science and the yeah. building is two so, favorite things. So one one comment I have here is he's thirteen and he, he's going to college. His parents like aren't helping him move Moving? in or no, at all. No. I was, no. He literally just shows no. up with like a hockey bag. It's like you're not even playing hockey. I, I was like, what is the What's going on? Now, there's no one even to walk him to no, his door. No, nothing. no, no, no. Like, after he and his dad, dad, did that dumbass, like, dance, did, was we, he just like, all right, I'll see you, pal. Like, how did he get there? And, like, I... Also, this is my other question, and this comes up a lot in this movie. How far is his home from this college? No idea. How did he get there? How far is this college from this junior high? How does he get to and fro to those places? They have to be. The motherfucker can't drive. They have to be. They have to be. They have to be right there. 
they have to be walking distance, but it's like yeah. he because he's running back and forth in between yeah. the two. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to be like a five minute walk or, or something. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. right nearby. Plus, because the girl just like walked over there to do ice skating. Or and whatever. how far is this skating rink that they're on constantly from both of those places? It's probably right. It's probably like the, the campus rink, and then like no, so. the outdoor rink. Oh, the outdoor. Oh, so they're we, always that at, looked like it was in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. That was like Mystery Alaska. <laughs> that shit. seemed that like, seemed like, like a public park had a lake that froze over sometimes. But and how then the they fuck? Used it for hockey. <laughs> yeah, no idea. He what doesn't that have is. a parent to drive him anywhere. Is my concern as yeah, a watcher. No. Anywhere that he's going, a parent cannot drive him because he's alone in this world. Yes. Um, but so he goes to the hockey rink, and the team we quickly see is the Northern Lights, named after another very popular Disney Channel movie. Not an original movie, a premiere film. And uh, we see the hockey team practice, and the coach calls them in, and he's like, okay, guys, get ready this year uh, to play Rumson, our main rival. And because they, they do this thing. That sounds like the, a great school. Oh, yeah. They do this thing called the Rumson Rack, where they distract the ref. There and are freaking, so many comments I about, have about, about the this. <laughs> and the best joke in this whole movie, aka the only one that ever made me laugh was when they're talking about the rumps and rack later and someone goes yeah they only recruit from broken homes yes which was fucking <laughs> hilarious and would yeah. never fly today no and they're no like, and they're like the only because the brumson fans boo their own team yeah and, and the one they kid's only like, respond to negative and, and he's like they only respond to negative reinforcement the kid's like what and he goes yeah they recruit exclusively from broken homes i my hand flew to my mouth <laughs> i was like oh shit the yeah. other thing though okay so they're attacked they're having this team meeting i'm jumping in half, half these players look like they're like 48 <laughs> these players some of them are 20 and some of them are 40 yeah a, this is like a beer league because like. this, this is the important thing right is the fact that like we've only seen disney channel do high school where they have like 20 and 30 year olds playing you know 18 year olds at the oldest now they're doing college which means they're really stretching out they're like yeah throw a 40 year old in there no one will notice okay so but so the whole team's having this meeting with the coach coach is talking about the rumps and rack yeah. and they're yeah. explaining the rumps and rack which is where they like target and like do this illegal move on the best player. A and then guy skates out of the crowd. No, 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 no. This is yeah. my line. Where did he come from? Goes, he goes, that would be me. And the other players are like... Who like, would oh, yeah. in front of their team be like, I'm the best player? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And also, It seems like everyone knows it, but like the balls on this guy. The, the balls yeah. on this guy. And I will say, he is mind-blowingly hot. And I'll talk about this more later. I am in love with this guy, but he—the balls on this guy to be like uh, that's Mr. Me, yeah, the best player. That's, are you refer? Are you referring to Mister Mike McGregor? Yes, yes, I love him. But the other thing, Dylan, maybe you'll answer this for me. But like, there's also like a man on this hockey team that comes up to Mike McGregor, and who is I would say roughly 300 pounds. Oh, that's not the body bear? type of a no. hockey player. No, that's a line. That's a lineman. Yeah. Like that's a football player. Like that's not the same sport. Like I was so thrown off by that. His name is also bear, which amused me. He's not a smart human being. <laughs> And as no. we can see, like, in cl- he just, like, laughs obnoxiously. That's, like, his character Also, trait. don't they use the term piff-whiffer in this scene? Because I wrote that down. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, if you wrote it down, <laughs> yeah, maybe they do. I didn't pick up. But, uh, but so, uh, they're having this meeting, and then suddenly, like, the lights start to flicker, and the room starts to shake a little bit, and they're just like, ah, damn it, freaking Crickstein's still down there? I thought we were getting rid of him. I thought he was, his plug was getting pulled. And then the coach is like, yeah, but then some genius kid decided to come up and help him, so they gave him more funding. I think this is where and, he calls him a piff-whiffer, which I don't even know what that yeah, word means. No, so if anybody what knows what that uh, means, Google it. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, God, some fucking piff-whiffer, and I was like, a what? Should I put this on incognito mode? I don't <laughs> even know what I'm about to look up. <laughs> 
but then Mike McGregor's like, oh, really? What's his name? And then from, like, the stands, we... Oh, Charlie's watching all this, by the way. What? 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 Wait, wait, what does it mean, okay, Dylan? I'm scared. Dylan, Dylan, is it... One who smells, sniffs, or whiffs little kids' bicycle seats? <laughs> what? That's not... That's, that got worse and more confusing with that the, the, the sentence is, my convicted next-door neighbor is a piff-whiffer. Guys. <laughs> oh, nice. wait, 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 is that, is that, is that, is that Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. But I literally, I know the, the, I know the coach says it because I wrote it down. He, I was like, what is a piff whiffer? But no, there's other websites, though. It's a you... crime, it sounds like. Yeah. Is, uh, me, is he referring to Crickstein? Is he calling him a pedophile? I hope not. <laughs> oh, Lord, that threw me for a loop. Define anything also has, yeah, one who smells, sniffs, or whiffs little kids' bicycles. It's like a pedophile so term. Specific. Someone who sniffs little I kids' bicycles. I think between bicycle this seats. and the broken home comment, I think we're kind of coming to an inclusion of why they didn't show wow. this movie more. When making fun of your friends, you can call them a piff whiffer. Really? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to skate right past this. Let's keep going. Uh, but so Charlie's Holy watching this whole shit. meeting, and then he sees they're, they're all getting angry at him, and so he tries to, like, duck out, but then someone from the stand shouts charlie boyle oh, there you are i've been looking what? for you all can day. we talk about the dean oh we need to talk about the dean my note about this dean is that he's the most blunt man on the face of the planet because he says oh charlie's been looking around for her. everyone here is so happy to see you and then he like points to the hockey team and it's like i don't think so they seem to hate me and then he just goes oh those losers huh yeah, <laughs> yeah. to their just face shitting their face. on the athletic program also, this is why i think he has like a big jim carrey energy because he acts like ace ventura pet detective yeah he does as, like the dean of a he's university. He's like a douche nozzle, <laughs> but like, he's a dean. And he calls, them, he calls them all losers, and then he says like, oh, trust me, you don't need to worry about them or the coach. If he doesn't beat that when that game against Rips, he's gonna get fired. <laughs> and I was like, whoa! Yeah, the man's standing right there. He's like, yeah, he's, he's on the chopping block. It's like, Jesus. Who would say that in no front No one. He wouldn't say that yeah. in public. That's something that's like behind closed doors. But, uh, okay, but so he takes the kid away, and then the whole team's just like, rah, this kid sucks, and like snapping their hockey sticks over their knee and pissed off. Uh, and he takes him down to the lab. It's not a lab. There's, there's a pipe. There's just a pipe. There's a pipe. There's just some computers yeah. around and they, the they, they call yeah. it a part of what's They put some like fluorescent lights or some neon in the pipe. It, it doesn't look great, folks. Yeah, the, the props department clearly didn't have the budget they wanted for this particle accelerator. As I wrote down, these are literally pipes, my dude. But also, okay, so the lab is a shithole, so we're supposed to garner that when, like, Charlie... Is that his name? Did yeah. That yeah, Charlie. Charlie Boyle. walks in. For now. For now. Charlie walks in, and he's like, this is a shithole. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah, and then he was just like, oh, so much for Harvard. Yeah. Oh, yeah like, fuck my future. Turned out Harvard for genius. this piece yeah. of shit. But yeah, he has, like a, he has, like, a flashback with weird, like, yogi music in the background. To the letter. Like, Again, effects. Yes. They, the they, they spent a lot of the budget on the effects for that letter. <laughs> they were going to play it again. But Craig Stein's like, yeah, so like funding has kind of like totally dried up. Yeah. We're a joke. Here's my thing is, but doesn't make any sense in like movie logic. Like, usually one thing is the cool, good thing. Like, who sucks? The hockey team? The science? Or both? In this movie, Everything in this university blows. Yeah, like, there's not city. one... Like, I thought in my brain, because I've seen so many bad movies, I was like, okay, the hockey team's going to be amazing. Yeah, they're going to be sick. And the and science like... team, and the science will be, like, a joke, and they'll have to, like, prove themselves. Well, I mean, the hockey the hockey team is, like, good at hockey, right? They just, like, get freaking destroyed by Rumson, I guess. 
Uh, they are not winning whatever this championship yeah. is. That's the coach up. hasn't been getting the job done. <laughs> the it's coach very is about clear. to get yeah, fired. For, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're and right. they you're don't right, have money, right. so it's like it's like no one is good. Like no one is better than anyone else. So like no one should be talking down to anyone because everyone at this university blows dick. Yeah. So I don't. It, no one had higher ground to stand on. Basically, like Crickstein and the hockey coach were at, opposed. But they both sucked. So that was my problem with this movie. <laughs> yeah, because so Crickstein comes out with Charlie's there and he's like, listen, Charlie, I know this place looks like garbage. It's terrible. But now that you're here, we're going to turn things around. With you, we're going to find the Graviton. We're going to get all the funding we ever need. We can do it, man. And Charlie's like, yeah, you're right. We can turn this around. And he's like, I'm sure everything may not have turned out like it's going to. At least I got a pretty cool roommate. And he's like, oh, really? You met him already? And he's like, oh, no, I got to go meet him now. But I talked to him on the phone and he seemed nice. And so then we go to the dorm room and it's the captain of the hockey Does team. Does he live Mike. in a frat? Why yeah. is his it dorm it, like this? Yeah, it's a, yeah. The dorm is wild because there's like a, there's like a living room, and yes. this is massive. It massive. looks like yeah. a frat common room. Like I literally was like, it looks a like piano. a fraternity. And then he goes into a bedroom. So they have yeah. That's it, this this layout is very confusing until the end. But you walk in and there's like a living area. There's like you know a couch and a table and all that stuff. And then you open another door. They also have a he, the mic has also put a sign above the door that says the lair because yeah. he's cool I guess. Also, are we to believe that Mike is like fucking chicks next to this 13-year-old kid in their common dorm? No, because, like, that's the thing. He moves out in this scene. But where does he go? I don't understand his living... I don't understand Charlie's living situation, and it gave me so much anxiety, and I was so confused. Where did he move? I don't get it either. But so he comes in and is like, oh, hi, and he's like, oh, no, I'm not living with this guy, the freaking kid that stole our... lost us our hockey rink. And they're they're just also putting up the most, like, 90s, like, it's like a chick on, like, in a like yeah. a one piece bathing suit on like a motorcycle or something like just the most yeah. stereotypical thing they they could be putting up. Well, also probably the most least copyrighted thing. Yeah, that's get. true. It did look pretty generic. But so Heap storms out and Charlie's just like, "Okay, well my dorm room's not going to be super great." And then we cut to the next day and the dean's walking him to class and then Charlie's just like, "Can I not teach this class?" And he's like, "You're going to teach this class." Okay. We have no money. We're going to need you to teach all the classes. I know you're 13, but yeah. you're going to teach this class. And if this and must be like, the most basic intro to physics or whatever there is. Also, the only thing I will say is that like as the audience, we're almost meant to like kind of feel bad for him and stuff. At the same time, if you're like 20 and in college, you want Why a child? Why are you bullying a 13-year-old? Oh, I was well, I was going to say you wouldn't want a child with you, but also really you're going to be bu- mean to You're going to yeah. bully a, a kid? kid. He's literally a kid. I, they're yeah. 20. Yeah. They, they're they're 18 years yeah. 18 20 years old. Like yeah. Like they're being they're, mean they're to a child. Like, would mm-hmm. you at that age no. in college be like, actively hey, this is a fucking kid. mean to a kid? No. No, I kind of, I, I kind of get it when they're in class because it's like this freaking thirteen-year-old thinks he knows more than we do or something like that. Like we're like he, he's an authority figure and he's you know younger than ours. So I get like why they're mad about that. But just like you would maybe from, make the day fun of day. him behind his back to your yes, friends, yes, and like do an yeah. impression of him. You wouldn't fucking humiliate and bully a child. Other, yeah. The other thing also about this that just like I want to say as a woman, like. 
they like in order to get girls like let me just like rag on this like 13 year old kid like no woman finds that attractive no yeah. one likes to watch a grown man like demoralize a child like well, that just gets me off like watching some man like rip a child down like yeah. it's so like, oh, that horrible was, that was hot make him cry <laughs> You know, I actually think that this, I think this is the reason why they don't show this anymore, if there is one, is the fact that this movie kind of glorifies bullying. And just, like, getting and, chicks. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and cheating as well. Cheating, well, yeah, bullying. obviously. Especially later. But, like, it just, it has kind of a bad attitude to have about life, I feel like, and they didn't want kids to pick up on it. But so he walks into this class, and then he's like, hi, I'm Charlie, and he starts to write his name on the board, and then Mike just throws, like... We have no idea what that is. A human feces, for all we know. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a giant spitball. Like, it looks like a giant spitball, like, the size of your head. Uh, yeah, it's so spitball. big. Luke, the diameter of this thing was I know. a foot. I know. It was huge. But he throws it at the board and he just goes and he's like, I'm trying to teach you this class. And then he and then Mike goes, I'm Mike. I'm going to be disrupting it. And everyone laughs. And then I said, and Mike so is hot. I'm sorry. I said it again. <laughs> he's so hot. Who is this guy? Where did he go? But so he Charlie just sighs. And then we cut back to the dorm room that night and he walks in and all of Mike's stuff is gone. And he's just like, well, yeah, where did Mike alone. go? Is Here, he bunking I, with Bear? Bear doesn't have room for him. I, we don't know. And then later on, he throws a party in this dorm room he no longer lives yeah. in. It's very confusing. Uh, but so he, like, he also like, looks out and sees people in like the quad, like having like a potluck or something, and then like having a party. And he then he cuts to him talking to Dr. Kickstein. I keep forgetting how the hell you pronounce that guy. God damn it, Dr. Crickstein. Crickstein. <laughs> he's he's going to win the Nobel. Talking to Crickstein, he's like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, they had this whole party. They went to the stadium, and then they brought it back to the comm room, and they were loud all night. And then Kristen's like, oh, it sounds like it was fun. Why didn't you go out and have a good time? And he's like, because nobody likes me. Like, I've done this before. They always just hate me because I'm smart. And I was like, okay, I get why the hockey team hates you, but I feel like the whole dorm isn't going to immediately hate you. It was it was a bit of a jump. But, I, but uh, he's like, well, you know... Uh, no good scientist runs the same experiment again and again and expects different results. You just got to change the formula somehow. I don't know what he means, like what he's going for with that lesson, but Charlie takes it in quite a direction. Uh, he also says like, all right, well, I'm going to go work out and I'll be right back. I was like, work out? What? He said, working, he said out? like after my workout, I think all that means is skate around the ice in a yeah. shirt and tie and blazer by yourself. I think it's his workout. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why he wears a shirt and tie blazer. Gives him resistance, so it makes so it works his muscles out more. Uh, but so he he starts going over the high green because yeah, I guess oh, he's just gonna skate And this interaction is uh, uh, then, one of many uncomfortable interactions. <laughs> yeah, so he runs into Emil, Emily Rossum. Yes, don't call her Emily Rossum. You fucking piece M-M-E. of shit. It's Emmy Rossum. Yeah. Put some Emmy respect Rossum. on her. Beginning name. a career with Excuse a me. masterpiece. First of all, I couldn't figure out. Who was talking in this scene? I, oh my god! It's so badly she's overdubbed. Dubbing, she's dubbed, but his voice, his balls haven't dropped yet, and he's watching. And I was like, "Is he talking? Is he commentating?" No, she's doing the same thing he did earlier, where she's like commentating her ice skating routine, where he was commentating the fake hockey game. So it's like, "Oh, guys, they're you know kindred spirits." Didn't even I don't know. see that parallel. But for a second, she's like, she's commentating her own ice skating moves, and is like. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, is he standing on the side of the ice going, yes, that would yes, yes. Great. <laughs> Which would have been so Also creepy. would not have surprised me either. No. That could easily happen. 
But yeah, so she's commentating, yeah, her own moves and stuff. I wrote down here, it's so weird how integral ice rinks are to this movie, and I didn't even realize what was coming Oh, next. Emma, you, you lose the ice rink, you don't have a film, yeah, maybe. This, that's, yeah. that's the truth. But so, yeah, he uh, she, like, notices him, and she's like, oh, I, I didn't know uh, anyone else was here. And she's like, uh, what's your name? And so he, okay... So he says, oh, I'm Cha, and then, like, takes way too oh, long. like, 20 and seconds. A, and has another flashback scene where it's like, oh, the definition of insanity, or, like, the, or like the no scientist tries the same thing so many times, and he's just like, Cha, Chaz. And I was like, oh, why'd you go with Chaz? So few people in this world can make the name Chaz work, and you are not one of them. You mean this three-foot-tall like dweeby kid doesn't no, strike does you as not. a jazz. He definitely does not. And uh, and but also the motion of him, he takes off his like nerd glasses, and is just like I'm Chaz. It made me want to stab myself. It was terrible. This is also a comment I have throughout the film. He wears glasses all the time, right? But then when he's Chaz, he takes them off. So did he get contact? Did he get contact? Like we we have a scene of him struggling with the sunglasses later on, but then that never comes up again. So I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, but so she's just like, oh hi, I'm Claire, and he's like, cool. She's like, so. Uh, uh, or he says, no, I'm Chaz from Chicago. And she's like, oh, so, uh, you're not from around here. And he's like, no. And that's how, that's how he talks like this in this scene. And, and, she, and he, she's like, so where do you go to school? And he's like, uh, where do you go to school? And she's like, Franklin. And he's like, well, there's your answer, babe. And uh, she's just like, oh, cool. Well, maybe I'll see you around. And then she leaves. And then he's just like, oh, I know exactly what I have to do. Why did he have to he enroll the, I have to sign up high. for this junior high under an assumed name. Which was incredibly easy. Oh, oh yeah. Incredibly he just inserted easy. his name into a That's computer. And no was, checks and balances at no, all no, on no, this no. fake human no being. No verification that he lives in no, the area. Like, no, nothing. Is What is this no, kid No, no parents. Like, nothing. what drugs is this kid on? Because he is going to college, allegedly, even though we never see it. Teaching yeah. a col- two college classes, yeah. working in this Doing lab, research. and then at some point going to junior high all yeah. day. Yeah, but this is a classic decom thing when you see kids like in middle school that they just they'll just go home for like two hours for lunch. Or they'll leave like midday. Like so, it's not impossible to think like, oh yeah, this is just one of those. But I do. I don't want to skip over this. I, I do want to backtrack a bit. So when he signs up for the school, I'm not. It's not even like he hacks into the school's database no. and no, enters he just his name. Puts his there's name a, there's in. just a, you just yeah. go to the school's website, go to click a button, and it says school registration. You just type yeah, it in, it. and you're all set up. That's and I was it. like, wait, like I just I can't get over that. Like I, I needed to describe that for the audience because it's the what possibly the craziest thing in this movie. And this movie introduces some really weird things later on. It was just so fucking lazy. They could have been him. They could have had him, like, even spent like 30 more seconds, like, hacking into, no, you know, was, yeah. it was like signing the up local for a city fucking, and, like, yeah, shop creating an account. address or like, nothing. I'm registered. It was like on. registering for Amazon Prime. He was like, oh, Chaz Anthony, www.chazanthony.com. Thank you so much. And yep. Gmail. But so keep it, but so, the, so, but keep in mind. So he, like, you know, gets new, like, new clothes, like a leather jacket. Like, and this I wrote again, jacket. Whomst is driving him here? Yes. Whomst? Uh, also, gotta be walking. This jacket is but massive. But it's so cold. There's snow everywhere. He's walking in the snow. Yes, Emma. It's, it's, yeah, Wisconsin. we're not really sure. He's in a wi- leather jacket. He's Maybe a head of gloves on. This yeah, is bad. A leather jacket that's massive. Huh? Oh, it's, it's so big. It's, it's so uncomfortably it's, huge. I, 
Are we to assume he like stole it out of Mike McGregor's clothing? Yeah, because I think, it, honestly, it's I think for a bear's, bear's closet, not just Mike's bears. <laughs> it's bear and, size. But, but like, so he gets this jag and he spikes his hair up or something, and he like puts on sunglasses that he has on him at all times, including indoors, because he's that guy. He could have just he could have just been a normal person. That's it. Yeah, oh. normal. He, he, instead, Why he went, did he have to go so far in the other yeah. direction? And keep in mind, he came up with this whole plan in the span of like, I don't know, 10 minutes probably, just because he met a cute girl at the ice rink. Like, it's not like also, he has anything to be gained by going to the school other than meeting people making with friends. Her. Like, yeah, and his whole goal is just to get her, and like, they have barely had an interaction. Like, yeah. barely talked. Immediately, yeah. Also, can we? I mean, I didn't mention it at the time, but I do want to bring it up. Emmy Rossum's hair in this movie is out of control. It's so beautiful. big and frizzy. It's big and red and curly, and she's beautiful. Okay, I love her. I, it just it just threw me for a loop. But so uh, he walks into class right as the uh, the teacher calls his name, and uh, he's like, "Hi," but his coat gets stuck in the uh, door. And so he can't, like, take a seat. And she's like, take your seat. And he's like, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't just say, like, my coat's stuck in the door or, like, anything. Yeah, it wasn't anything. that embarrassing. He could have just no, opened the door and, like. Uh, he's just, like, he's but he's, okay. No. But he's, just, he's but he's just, like, standing there and just being like, it was weird. And then, like, he, she's like, hey, you can either be, sit, stand there or sit outside the principal's office. And he just, like, turns around and walks out to get himself out of the door, but then walks back in as, like, a goof. And yeah, everyone like, oh, Everyone in the class is like, oh, my God. He was, like, you know, talking back what to the teacher. Or something like that. And, and the person that we need to talk as about. It, as is he's, this... again, three foot and wearing an oversized yeah. black leather also, jacket. Also, if you the... put a gun to my head right now and said, name his two friends in this movie, I would say pull the trigger. I have oh, no yeah. idea what those well, two the, kids' no, names are. the only are. reason they you stuck the out of mind. shirt? Yeah. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> his name is Odie, and then we meet Dion later. But Odie is where, Odie, keep in mind, it's Wisconsin. There's snow all over yeah. the ground. Odie is where wearing a full-on Hawaiian shirt and, and a bucket hat. In every seat. Oh, in every seat. He looks like he got puked on by Johnny Tsunami. It's wild. And Tommy Bahamas. simultaneously. <laughs> um, but so then, like, uh, he, he steals Mike's line from earlier where she's like, you know, you better start behaving better. I'm going to be teaching this class all year. And then he just goes, and I'll be disrupting it. And everyone's like, oh, this kid's a badass, <laughs> folks. And then he goes to another class where the teacher's, like, describing how the uh, Galileo had to prove how the earth moved around the sun and uh in an in a uh sir, he said circled and then and Our, then, uh, instantly and then Charlie, just yells elliptical like yeah he just goes he just he just shouts the word elliptical and then he's like what <laughs> it was like, like a terrestrial like yell. it was almost like, involuntary it was yeah. almost involuntary it just came screeching it just out came out and he's like yes you're right it is elliptical i'm very impressed Chaz. and he's like oh you know uh, some nerd told me when I was playing hockey that the ring was elliptical. And he uses this line like four or five times. Like, yeah, oh, some, some nerd told there's me. There's some oh, nerd some that nerd. he just knows yeah. that is, that hooks him up with everything. Yeah. And guys, and I I said this up top. It's so cringy. Everything that happens at this public school Very. just makes you cringe so yes. hard. It's just like, oh, oh no, we're doing this. Oh lord. And he make he also makes a comment like, what does he say? Like before I beat him. Talks about like beating a kid up, or I was like, yeah, All right, who's gonna cool. buy? Who is gonna buy this? Put that, that put this... that in your back pocket. Save it for a second. Okay. Because um, because so he leaves the classroom. 
And he's like, and then Odie comes up with Dion and he's like, yo, this is my boy Dion. Can we roll with you? And he's like, yeah, sure. Whatever, man. Uh, but I'm going to head out. And he's like, dude, it's lunch. And he's like, yeah, I know. I just don't want to be at school anymore. And they're like, this guy's a legend. Yeah, this shit. Like, I just, I got to fucking fly. I was like, how yeah. does that work? Yeah. But so he, but so he goes back to Crickstein's lab and, uh, He's like, hey, so how's the experiments going or whatever? And he's like, oh, good. You can find the results on the desk there underneath your... Chaz. Oh, yeah, Chaz, underneath your geometry book. And he's like, you know? Hey, how'd you find out? And he's like, "It was you left it up on my computer, you idiot. This kid is, number one, not a genius. Number two, I this is a through line throughout the entire movie, but I'm going to say it right here, right now. The Crickstein character is so unbelievably cool with the shittiest of behavior from this kid. Oh, yeah. I would kick this kid He's out He's the worst so fucking fast. Uh, like research assistant. The, work the worst. He's never even there. He's never there. He said, no, yeah, he's not there. He says, And when he is, he's just like talking about being Chaz or Claire or just like dicking, dicking around. around. He's, he's never doing anything. Because, <laughs> So he busts Charlie on this and then he's just like, whatever. And he's like, what, you know, Karen? He's like, I'm not your dad, bitch. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to police you on yeah. this. He, he literally, he just says, just don't let it mess with your work. So he's like, hey, just don't get in the way of me getting that bread and we're not going to have a problem. But it does mess with his work inherently. Oh, well, that's yeah. the thing is it, it has to, right? But we don't see them. There's never a moment in the movie where he's like, hey, you were late this for this whole film or something. is Charlie just running around. He why wouldn't, yes. but why wouldn't if anybody who had laid a hand on the script of this film had taken one screenwriting class, why wouldn't they be like, oh, these two worlds that he's trying to live in will collide yeah. and create friction and where he will be disappointing his friend, Dr. Crickstein, and also disappointing he like there is friction with the junior high people, but like mm-hmm. why wouldn't he ever like let the doctor down so then it was like clear that he had to, you know, yeah. make it right with him. He the Dr. Christine is cool throughout this entire fucking thing. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, even even like yeah. Except for the end, which I Which well, lasts four seconds. It's so confusing the end of that with his character. But so anyway, but so uh, then he's like, don't worry, when we're here, it's going to be all science. And he's like, good. And he's like, so really, they thought you were like, cool, huh? Like he immediately gives up on it. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then this is where we start to get the through line of Disney glorifying bullying. Because he said, one kid even gave me his lunch money because yeah. he thought I was going to beat him up. And I was like, what? Why are you happy about that? And then there's just another line later on where he's like, oh, good. I can't wait to meet this nerd because I'm going to beat him up. And I was like, Disney, you can't just do that. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, beat up nerds, Chaz. You're the best. <laughs> also, I like that, too, he's trying to be a bad boy. So, naturally, as we saw a year earlier in a Disney Channel film, bad boys wear rollerblades. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Is blading is like... It's, it was the 90s. Yeah, it was the a bad wild boy, time. sick thing to do. So, he rolls on into science class. Well, no, there's a scene in between. There's a scene in between that we need to talk about, which kills me. Because it cuts to him in his dorm room talking about... Oh, with the like, party. Is this the party where he's the, like, hitting the party, on those chicks? Oh. Yes, it's that too. But first he's talking to the mirror like, Claire, I love to love you, girl. And it just, it's the worst thing imaginable. It's like, I cannot describe how awful that made me feel on the inside. But doesn't he seeing see him try Mike to, like, and Bear trying to hit on these chicks in the common area? Yeah. No, well, my, well, my, yeah, that's, that's, he's, he overhears them, but that's what I'm saying. So, hey, so he does this whole horrible thing in the mirror to Claire, and then he opens the door to the living room, and then Mike is throwing a full-on party in this dorm room he no longer That he's in. no longer, no, correct. That's why it's out. a frat common room. Yes, yes. I, I, I don't know, but like, and so he's showing chicks, he's like, yeah, I got this scar when I fell off my Harley, and I got this during and ice a bar practice. fight. It was like a, he said like bar <laughs> fight. Yeah, he says bar fight, like, you're right, I forgot about that. How are you? I was like, <laughs> are you living in a frat? 
freshman dorm. Uh, but then, like, Bear's like, oh, I got an appendix scar. And he's like, no, 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 Bear, Bear, look. It's not about the scar. Chicks the love story. Yeah, the bad story. boys. Yeah. They love the story. So you got to send me the bad boy. Yeah. And so Charlie's like, bad boy. Naturally, mm. rollerblades. Yes, because he rolls backwards, whirls backwards into size because being like, oh, don't worry, principal. Sorry, your toe will heal up just fine. Man, six attentions in one day. That's a new personal record. And just being way over the top. And he like waves them in Clara's face too, where it's just like, yes, he has And this is where Hawaiian shirt and Dion say, hey, dumb fuck. She's like an, an honor student yeah. kid. She's really smart. You're barking up the wrong tree here with Claire. Yes, yeah. Right. And he's like, nah, 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 don't worry about it. Honor student girls don't mess with honor student guys. They want the bad boy. Trust me, I've approaching this just like a saw, and he almost says scientist. But then he changes it to to Because God a, knows if you're trying to pretend to not be smart, you couldn't even say the word scientist. Yeah, right. But he, said, but, but, it, but and he says, like, I, I, I'm approaching this like a psycho who's into some mad honeys or something like that. And I was like, that's worse. That's a horrible <laughs> thing you just said. <laughs> so the teacher starts teaching and he's like, which I was confused by because he said there are only five minutes left in the class. I don't know. But so he, uh, teacher starts teaching, and then he's like, oh, you know, bones, because it's science class. And Charlie pulls out a remote control, like when did he like do a model this? airplane. Yeah. This kid is on something, because he doesn't sleep, because this is, a, he has too many things on his plate. Well, he can't sleep with Mike just fucking bitches in the common room. <laughs> he has to find something to do at night. I think it's come to the school and rig up the skeleton. Yeah, he breaks in, he breaks yeah, in the middle I school. I don't know how he does this, but he, like, rigs up the skeleton so it can, like, move arms and like taps the, the teacher on the shoulder and the best and, like, part is the ears. movie doesn't even try to explain how he does it no. or how it no. happened they just let no, it happen of course not yeah. um but then at first it's just like obviously a person puppeteering it but below the, the camera whatever but then the teacher has to turn around and we see it in full glory and guys it's 1999 tv cgi and it's so so bad it's the worst it's not good uh, it's just like and he just makes a skeleton like shake its ass and the kids are all like ha ha this is the height of comedy and it's just it's the worst people um so the teacher comes around and like grabs his remote and he's just like, uh, you know, I really wish you would use your powers for good and not for evil. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, it must take a lot of know-how to uh, rig up the skeleton like that. And he's like, maybe you're a genius and you didn't even know it. And he's like, oh, no, you know, I got some nerd from science club. to and I uh, beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah something like that. Again, glorifying Now he's in the fucking yeah. hospital. Like, it's like, <laughs> Jesus, why, God? And then he's like, oh, okay, whatever. And the teacher leaves and the bell rings. And then uh, Claire comes up to him and is like, hey, so who'd you get to do the skeleton for you? And she, and he's like, oh, you know, just some nerd. Who cares? And she's like, oh, it's just it was pretty impressive and all. Uh, that kid's probably got a future, unlike yours, which has, which is all around the question, do you want fries with yeah. that? And she's, and I was just like, damn, Claire. Yeah, she's burning damn. him. Claire's burning him. Uh, yeah. And uh, so she walks off and he's just like, damn it. Uh, she didn't fall for the bad boy persona. Um, and then he like calls his dad in the next scene on like a payphone. First time he's spoken to his dad since yeah. going to yes. college as a thirteen year old. Yeah. I also think it might be. Is he? I don't know if he calls his dad one other time. Do we ever think, see the dad again? I think it's just this. But so he calls his dad and he's like, "So how's it going, Charlie?" And he's like, "Oh well, the lab sucks. Uh, the hockey team hates me." And you should have been like, "Dad, why? Why weren't you a fucking parent?" <laughs> And made me go to Harvard. Wait, why didn't you like, make me go to Harvard? Yeah. Yeah, the lab sucks. Hockey team hates me. The girl I like is ignoring me. And the dad's just like, well, I don't know anything yes, about girls. Yes, <laughs> yes. He goes, I know less about girls than I do about science. 
What? Aren't you oh, yeah. married? And you clearly know nothing about science. <laughs> so what, how little do you know about women then? What do you know about anything? You can't even Zamboni is, and that's your is job. The, is the mom real or is the mom just a machine that Charlie built? That's my I question. Oh. I don't know. I'm really upset. But so uh, the, the important thing that he says is he's like, oh, and my students have become openly hostile to me. And he's like, well, you know what I would do is I would just flunk them all or else, like, tell them to get a tutor. That's the only like, intelligent oh. thing the dad said. Honestly, yeah. flunk them. Flunk them or get, get a tutor. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, a tutor. That's it. Uh, Jad, you're a genius. And the dad's like, oh, I'm a genius. Again, really everything, everything on Charlie's mind throughout this whole film is fucking clear. Literally, yeah. it's his only does, motivation. Does not give a and fuck also just about like, the science. Oh, no, literally, no, no, no. Like, I literally wrote he down here. I was like, care about he the doesn't grammar. care he about doesn't. these classes he's teaching. He doesn't care about the science. Like, he does not deserve the scholarship. No. And I believe it should be taken away from no, him. No, in, in Charlie's mind, number one, getting that Claire... 100%, six to midnight baby, all about Claire. Number two, hockey. Number three, maybe science if I have time. Number That's how Charles three, maybe making, like, he's like, wants Mike to be, I really, okay, at this point, I did want him and Mike to be friends. I was like, they're gonna be, he really did want Mike I was to like, be, they're yeah, gonna have a mutual respect for each other at some point. They're gonna have a slow, gradual, fox and the hound friendship. That <laughs> is not how this movie is written because it's badly written. But they do, I wanted them to become friends at some point yes. and learn from each other. Right. And we're going to see how that unfolds in a couple minutes. Because right now we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So if excuse us for a minute while we chaz it up. And if you sense that, like, imagine me, like, putting on sunglasses, chaz it up. I don't, I literally just blacked out everything <laughs> that he just said. Like, I knew it was going to be bad and I just couldn't even. We'll see you in a second. Chaz it up. Hello out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Okay. So he goes up to Claire in the lunchroom and is like, hey, so they're going to kick me out of school. Yes. They're going to kick me out of school if I do keep doing that. Is this when he smells her hair? No, he smells No, that's in the montage. But I wrote that down as well. Yes, of course we all did. I'm sure we all did. But so he's like, hey, I need a tutor. And she's like, no. no. And he's like, Please? rightfully so. She, If I were, I'd be like, I'm not He also up with hasn't this shit. been like especially nice to her. No. Like, he's a jerk no. to everyone, really. My my point here is the fact that, like, okay, so you tried this out, right? You saw that she wasn't into the bad boy dummy facade. Why not pivot? Why not pivot? Why not pivot? Like, you don't have to go full, I'm a super genius. But you can, like, drop some of the charade. Why is there no middle-of-the-road option? Like Dylan said earlier, yeah. why yeah. not just be normal? Just normal. Like, why didn't you have yeah. to, could you just be normal? This um, whole, and again, this whole act is to get in her pants. Yes. The whole reason he's doing the bad boy shtick is because he, Mike said girls like bad boys. Yeah. But you just saw this girl did not like bad boys. So freaking turn it around. So eventually she agrees to be his tutor. They play some kind of weird mind game where he's like, uh, you know, maybe you should be my tutor. And she's like, I don't want to. And he, she's like, hey, yeah, but you're, I'm busy. And he's like, no, you're not. And she's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. I don't get how how they how he convinced her. But he's a genius. He... Only after school. So again, he's also signing up 
for another commitment. Again, guys, yeah. how does he have time for he this? Doesn't. I don't understand. He Which, by the way, I do want to say, this was a classic kids movie trope, I feel like. Or maybe not even kids movie, just maybe movie trope. Because I think, like, Meat Girls kind of did this, too, where it's like, if you want someone to fall in love with you, what you do is pretend to be dumb and have them tutor you. Or you tutor them, yes, or something yes. like something like that. That's I mean, it's that's a pretty a mean big girls. Trope. That's a that's a classic. Well, I mean, it's Mean Girls. girls. It, it, they did it in freaking the Ten Things I Hate About You. I feel like there's another one that I'm trying to. They've remember. done it plenty, and it's it's a trope. But so then we get this whole montage about her tutoring him and him like intentionally being bad at it. And it's it's it, at first it's and one of the things she has she has to teach him is like coding. coding. Like, I was like, also, why is that? Like a natural butterfly aspect to this. Like, aren't they exploring nature at one point? I was like, what class? Is oh, that when for? they yeah, when they're like on the bench, yes, or, yes. and they're like looking looking at, at a book of like butterflies. Wait, was that book butterflies? I don't know. Are you sure? I, guys, I'm not I sure. Thought, of no, anything. I thought it was like I thought when I looked, it was like anatomy. Might have been anatomy, but why would they write butterflies? No, I know, butterflies. I know what you're talking about. It was it was anatomy. It was, All it was right, like a piece, it was like a page of like human body guys, parts. Guys, I was folding like my laundry as I watched this. I make no problem. <laughs> Promises if I, anything I you say. Mean, you mean you didn't make a full time commitment to no, sit down and watch I Genius? Did somewhere? not. But this is the montage where he smells her hair, which yes. what shook me to my core in a way I cannot. Yeah, even well, he's already to he's already a piff whiffer, so I, I guess. Is <laughs> that what the coach meant by whiffer? Is the fact that he's he literally she's reading from a book and they're in like a library yeah. asking, and he leans over and just like goes. Smells like hair. it's like a good sniff of her hair, and I immediately, as I was, I was, I was folding laundry, and I jumped backwards. I was like, "Oh my god, that's horrifying! Yeah. That is horrifying!" Like, like here's the thing. So up top, they didn't make Charlie uh, charming in any way, shape, no. or form, or like it did not attract, well, not charming. The endearing. fact that she's ever into him is beyond me yeah. because he has no. Well, no, 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 no it's not even that. I meant to say, I meant to say, like endearing to the audience. Like I'm not rooting for Charlie. No, he's a bad guy. To yeah, everyone. because he just, he just, he's not like he's not. He hasn't endeared himself to me, and I'm not rooting for him. But so and like so, this is especially. I was like, oh no, oh no, Charlie. But as no. a woman, though, re- rewinding, has he endeared himself to Claire in any way? Because I don't understand why she would like him. I mean, that's what this montage is supposed to be: is them like establishing a relationship. Kind of, not really, but it was, it's weird. It's a weird montage. It would have been fine had you not sniffed her hair. Uh, there's also the music behind it. Is oh, like, the music is terrible. Like, I love you so yeah, much. Yeah, like, like Jesus weird. Christ. It's like weird boys to men, like slow jam. Yeah, you know what music they should have used is in the next scene, uh, they are walking into her house and he's oh. like, oh, this is a cool crib. And uh, he's like, by the way, I got you this as like a thank you for helping me out and giving me a C in science or it's whatever. It's a Backstreet Boys yeah. CD. It's a Backstreet Boys CD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then and she's like, oh, wow. And he's like, that's what we're listening to, right? That's a thing for us. And she's like, uh, yeah, of course. Comment. That's great. Um, but so then he's like, oh, what's this little museum over here? And then she's like, oh, it's all my dad's trophies. He's the coach of the North. This was a good twist. I didn't Northern see this coming. Of oh, fucking good. course he is. I, mean, uh, I didn't see it, it coming, this is, though. This is, a, this is a genuine good twist. I it's, haven't it's, seen this movie, and I know you guys have. So as someone who hadn't seen it and usually sees these twists from a mile this away, either. I did not see this twist coming, and it was good. Now it I was, was like, actually ah. good. It was actually good. And he had well, it's seen a good, him well, it's before. A good, it's a good twist narratively, but his immediate reaction to it is awful, where he picks up the dad's, like, golden hockey mask, because she's like, oh, do you want to meet him? Here he comes now. And he picks up, like, the golden, golden hockey mask trophy. Too? Yeah, oh, on the ground. It. it made me want to kill myself. Because she's like, oh, dad, this is the boy I've been telling you about, uh, Chaz. And then he's like, Jason, from Friday the 14th, yeah. part nine. The, the cocky coach's nightmare. I mean, to be quite honest, this kid comes into their house, she tries to say, introduce him to her parents, yeah. and he 
comes to this kid, guy's most prized possessions, destroys them, <laughs> screams at him, and then runs out of the door. That is exactly what happens. And then they're just like, huh. And then in like the yeah. next scene, he does like a voiceover where it's like, where it's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and then it cuts to the next scene and he does like a voiceover where it's like, man, I do apologize to Claire super hard for that. I, I was like, hope so. Yeah. You acted insane. I don't know how you explain that away. Oh, yeah, how do you get past that? Why does she like him? I'd be like, all right, done. This kid's not... Someone he's not I ever want to, yeah, he's, he's not stable. stable. But so uh, then he goes back to the lab and with Fleischer. Nope, that's his actor's name. Crickstein. Yeah, Crickstein. And he's like, uh, you know, working on it. And then Crickstein's just like, damn it, why won't the freaking particle, why can't we find this graviton, like this experiment? He's like, you know what? We should just like do something else, take our minds off of it, and the answer will come to us. The Eureka concept, you know. And that culminates in him to saying, like, let's dance, like let's get dancing. And he plays some music and just starts gyrating his body horrifically. And then all of a sudden an alarm goes off. I hated this. And then, I blacked and out then, the entire scene. Yeah, and then it's pretty bad. And then Crickstein's like, oh, wait, what I don't understand. How did the experiment work? We just the same experiment we've been running. And then he's like, but we there wasn't music before. And there's and then there's something where it's like, we've been thinking of the graviton as a particle, but if we think about it as a wave, it was reacting to the sound waves of the music or something like that. But the main point is they found a graviton. They have a graviton in their particle accelerator, which they've unlocked one of the mysteries of the universe. It's a huge freaking deal. They're gonna win the no. Nobel Prize, but Charlie's like, actually, I'm late for science. I'm going to head out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Go do your thing. Go bone that 13-year-old girl. I don't know. I'm about to get that bread. Guys, and, uh, was the thing that we're tr- me and Dylan are trying to figure out right now if the thing they're talking about, like that Eureka principle, remember they have that whole moment where they're like, yeah, if we just like get our minds off it, so-and-so said when you just do something else, then it yeah, will they come say to Archim- you. Yeah, they say Archimedes. And I'm going to cut this all out because the answer isn't very interesting. The idea behind it is, is that Archimedes was trying to figure out how to measure volume or something. And he sat in the bath and then he noticed that when he got in, the water level rose. And it's how we realized that that's how he could measure the volume of something is by submerging in water. And he said, Eureka! And because he was doing something else and his brain wasn't actually thinking about it. That's so interesting. If you don't include that in the podcast, I'm quitting. This is the first time I've ever learned anything on this <laughs> really? It's a real, It's a real thing. I love it. I've never been more um, yeah. impressed Yeah, so when you look podcast. it up, Eureka, it's not like there's some... Prince, it's literally just a famous exclamation attributed to Archimedes, I guess. Love it. All right, moving on. Sorry we had to spend more than a second on Honestly, that. Honestly, that's hey. the most worthwhile hey, part of this You know something? Podcast. I think this podcast just taught people more than this movie about science did. Yeah. I, but only, but honestly, also, like, do it, do it. could this movie have taught me a little bit about hockey? Because I still don't fucking understand. Is the Rumson Rack illegal? But, like, I, we'll, yeah, get to, we'll get to that <laughs> later. We're going to talk I, about that later. Well, yes, we will. <laughs> but, so... Okay, but so Sorry. he goes back to science class, and then uh, the teacher's like, oh, freaking, you're showing up again, huh? Late late again. And he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's science. I don't care. And Because also, like, he has no skin in this game. It doesn't really matter he's if he He's a does fake well. person. He's I know. A, he's a fake human being. <laughs> I know. At I know. this middle school. He's legally it doesn't matter. dead. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. doesn't matter. He has, he has no paperwork. He's, a, he's an he, enigma. He's, he's to the wind. He's in the wind. He's in the wind, Lou. Yeah. He's, oh, my God. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> It's <laughs> my favorite meme ever. Um, but so <laughs> I just imagine that scene where like it's like Charlie on the screen. Yeah, and then like, they come over and like, oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. Somebody make that. I will make it myself. Uh, anyway, so uh 
he goes back to this guy. He's like, well, you know what? I thought it'd be good for you to actually meet someone who's good at science and uses it for good things. That's your age. So we're all gonna go over to the college uh-huh. and uh, talk with talk with Charlie Boyle. Yeah. He also Chad. says one of my colleagues, Doctor Crickstein. Uh, you're Is teaching seventh grade science at a public middle school. One of your colleagues is, like, in the running for the Nobel? Really? (laughs) One of my colleagues. You guys are on the same level? Wisconsin's a small town, man. But so this is where we get confirmation that they have to be walking distance apart. Because he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll meet you guys all there. Uh, You know, track tryouts are next week. I'm going to try and get my steps in or something like that. And he runs out of the building. And he runs to to Crickstein. And he's like, oh, crap, my whole class is coming. Okay, so there's everyone. This is what I would like to call in the industry, we would call a (laughs) Hannah Montana. Where he needs to Mm -hmm. somehow disguise himself because he's two people at the same time. I feel like it would all, I feel like a Mrs. Doubtfire would all, was the originator of that. Anyways, this lab, as we've stated, is just a basement shithole with pipes. <laughs> but now all of a sudden there's like test tubes and like and purple. filled with shit. Beakers. They're not chemists. No, no. no. Like, he's, like, he's like pouring something into the particle accelerator. And, it, and like Charlie runs in and almost bumps into the whole table. And he's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, you get that on your face, it's going to turn you six shades of purple. Of all things for it to do. Also, like, yeah. I believe Dr. Crickstein to be a drunk. Because, <laughs> like, he's just pouring liquid on this machine that is thousands. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Well, listen, well, listen he, just, he just found the graviton. He probably got nice and soft. Yeah. Yeah, and to I celebrate. Think he's and he came back right and was like, now. I'm gonna pour this yeah. science juice all over the But again, what is this Let's perf- lube this baby it's up. Not like it's not like this is dangerous. <laughs> it's not like acid or anything. Because he's like, yeah, he just washed well, it off. Well, he doesn't know. Well, he does it, say it burns. He does say it burns. Wash off yeah, with soap and say. water. I, I think not. If this were as serious as burning, I don't know. But but so he says like, well, this is difficult. You can't be two places once. And he's like, or can I? And he picks up the test tube and he's like, you said six shades of purple. And for the record, in the test tube, it looks like the the ooze from the Power Rangers movie, like the Ivan ooze ooze. It's gross. And so then it cuts to them in the auditorium. And he, at uh, Crickstein's talking, he's like being like, well, um, I'm so glad you all came today to talk about, uh, to Charlie. The problem is there was a horrible lab accident. We need to talk. We need to discuss this. I truly blocked out this entire scene because <laughs> that was so upsetting to me. I was horrified during <laughs> this whole scene. Horrified. So they said there's a horrific lab accident. <laughs> horrific. And you just see, do you see there was a scene where he goes, there was a horrific lab accident that has left that has left Charlie Boyle disfigured. Yes. Disfigured. And they, roll him out and, and, they cut, and they cut to the crowd. And the science teacher literally just I mean, Luke can't see my face, but he literally has this face like yeah, that makes sense. No one is horrified yeah. at no. all. Everyone's no. like, oh, yeah, it fucking happens. happens. Yeah, that'll, happen. that'll happen. Sometimes it'd be like that. Like, sometimes it'd be like that. So Charlie comes out in and a wheelchair and face dyed purple. No. Adam's family organ music. Yes. Like, yeah. like a cat running across the piano music. And his leg wrapped in what I could only describe uh, to you as toilet paper. Yeah. I, yeah. Toilet yeah. paper. It's not even a cast. It's like barely anything. What was the what was the mummy decom? Um, under, wraps. under wraps. Yeah. They, they just had some shit left over and from they that. Wrapped him in and that's, that's all yeah. they did. That was only two years ago. Yeah, that, exactly. Um, but so he comes out and he's like, hello, children. He talks like this so they don't yeah. hear his voice. 
Uh, thank you for joining me today. You know, study, do your homework. You bye, know and how a normal dips. person would talk. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> um, but so, but so he dips and then goes back. He starts like taking all the stuff off, and he's like, and Crickstein's like, "What do you want me to do?" And he's like, "Just you know, make crap up, stall or whatever." And then he's because he goes and he's like, he's like washes the stuff off and like. Odie gets up. Odie also says to get up to go to the bathroom. He says, uh, I got to go pay the water bill. Yeah. It's not a phrase I've ever heard. Um, But so he runs into him in the bathroom and he's like, oh, there you are, Chaz. And then like they go back in the auditorium. And then the principal, not the principal, the science teacher is just like, uh, he stands up during Crickstein's nonsense bullcrap. And he's just like, hey, if we're not going to actually talk to Yeah, can we just reschedule? Let's just reschedule this. It's not a big deal. And Crickstein's like, no, no, I'm sure I can get him to come back out here. And Chaz is just like, freaking come on, man. Yeah. And uh, runs back up there. And he's like, why'd you say to come back out? And he's like, because you don't want him to reschedule. You got to like do this, like get it just over with. And I was like, actually, I think having having it rescheduled and being able to prepare something, that might work out better for you. Uh, But so he like is like, all right, he gets all his crap back on his face face and on his leg yeah. and gets in the wheelchair and then he just says give me a push and then for some reason that push sends him hurtling across the stage why <laughs> what, what push was this what I push was this this is why I'm I... saying Crickstein is a drunk like yeah. <laughs> something yeah. is off here also he goes flying across this disfigured Crickstein literally makes a comment about how Charlie needs to be force fed through a tube Yes. And he flies across stage and everyone except Claire starts dying laughing. Oh, there is These a fear not even kids remotely fake. Not even remotely fake. No. 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 They think this is hilarious that this disfigured a, child a broken man, a broken child was wheeled out in front of them and then was even for even further broken in front of them and all they could do was sit Yeah, and laugh. except Claire. It was like a, it's like an avant-garde piece of art almost. It's fucked up. But so he like shovels off and he's like, okay, well, you know, that with that accent, he's definitely done talking. Bye, everybody. You've been great. And then they, they all leave. Um, there's also a scene where uh, he's teaching the class and then he is like, hey, does anyone want to come up and graph these data points for me, whatever? And then he, Mike's the only one to raise his hands. And he just goes... All right, Mike, let's see it. Because it's like, I know you're going to do a bit. Just get it over with. But what he does is he just draws like a little picture on the chalkboard. And then Charlie just gets really mad. He's just like, you know what? I used to think you were the coolest. Now you're just being a dick. When did you think he was the coolest? Because he was always a dick. We we never saw him be like, oh, man, I can't wait to meet their captain, Mike McGregor. He's the coolest hockey player. We never see that. And then Charlie runs out of his own class. Like, I was like, you can't just do that. You're teaching this class. And people think it's, again, hilarious. Oh, of course. Oh, hilarious to laugh at a small child. Yeah. That's 20-year-old college student. Yeah. So that was earlier, right? And then now he goes back from after this whole auditorium bullcrap. And Mike is it back in the dorm. He's got all his stuff back in there. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm moving back in. And he's like, oh, I thought this okay. would be more gradual. This is my note here, is that I thought this was going to be a great, like, slowly they would have an antagonistic relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they would, like you know, build to being friends. This happens instantly. They, he's Pretty instantly much. like, I moved my stuff. Like, yeah, I'm back. Um, I would like to be friends with you. Please tutor me. Thank you so much. And they're going to kick me off the hockey team. Please, God help me. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm failing everything, pretty much. Uh, will you tutor me? And he's like, well, you've been a dick to me this whole movie. <laughs> But if you mm-hmm, help me get mm-hmm, this girl, mm-hmm. I'll tutor you. And he's because, like... Because, again, this kid's only motivation is Claire. He has oh, nothing yeah. else going on. Oh, definitely. And so he's yeah. like, okay, just the only thing you gotta know is just act natural. Don't overthink it. Just do what you do naturally. And then he's like, okay, whatever. And so then it cuts to the weird outside skating pond we were talking we about We don't earlier. know where this is. No, no, no idea. And he's... And they're playing hockey. Charlie's playing. Um, and there's another separate nerd... That we've never seen before. 
sitting no, and on we'll, the bench. And we will never see him again. Also, no, no, no. Um, he's sitting there like waiting to play, and Charlie scores a goal. Everyone's like, "Yeah, way to go, Chaz!" Yeah, Chaz. And then he's he's like, "You know what? I'm a little winded. I'm gonna go sit down." And then they let the nerd play yeah. for a bit. I thought that was a nice scene. It's a, it's cute. Nice. I did I like it. it. Yeah. And yeah. Claire sees him. Yeah, and Claire and. Which actually, this scene was actually really important because now this is the only time I would ever understand only, why she would. Like yeah, him. it's the only time Claire's actually seen. Oh, he's like not a piece of shit. Yeah, like a lot of this, I think, is kind of an act. Like he just did a genuinely nice thing. Yeah, she's like, she kind of like after the game, she's like, "You weren't winded," and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, you know, whatever, it's fine." And uh, and then this is where we get the whole scene we were talking about earlier, where she starts doing some ice skating. And he's like, oh, did you learn how to skate like that from your dad? And he's, oh, she's like, no. When she oh. checks him, that yeah, is she a checks him into fucking the snow. insane. She knocks him over on his ass. Oh, she's like, no, I learned how to skate him. like this for my dad. And she just skates up to him. And I thought she was going to, like, scare him. She just I totally... thought she was going to stop, like, a hockey yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, like a hockey stop ice. in front of her. And nope. She fully nope. just body checks yeah, this kid, who him. she's a foot taller than, into yeah. the fucking ice. It's like, this kid gets shit on a lot. Like, he really <laughs> oh, yeah. And I loved it. It was my favorite part of the movie. I was like, good. <laughs> But yeah, she's like, oh yeah, so my, my mom, my dad coached hockey, my mom was an ice skater, she took me out to, and I was like a tomboy, you know, I wanted to be a goalie Growing for a long up. time, but then but then my dad, then my mom took me to see her ice skate one time at a competition, and like, as she was dancing, the skies opened up yeah, and the snow started falling, up. and she was like a woman in a snow globe, and I was Ballerina like, and, I, and, and again, and again, talking about her exclusively it's, in the it's past very tense. much less. I literally thought the next sentence was going to be about cancer. Like, that's how this yeah. monologue is set up. And also, yeah. Emmy Ross, I'm doing a great job at uh, yeah. this very long-winded death monologue. But, like, but that doesn't even get to death. Like, they never confirm that she's dead. No, they don't. No. But it really makes it seem like it. It definitely does. We don't get the confirmation, and it's and listen. If you or know anyone who worked on this movie, please tell. Please get in contact with them. Tell them it's that we need to see the original script. Death. Yeah, and I need the original manuscript for sure. Yeah, uh, but so they have this little moment, and then like he and she says it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, and then he just freaking goes for it. He just, says you're you're, you're the, the, the most, most beautiful be- thing yeah. I've ever seen. Smashes and then his leans, lips again. Leans first. in for the le- no, he goes in for the kiss, but before their lips can meet, he gets whacked by a snowball by some kids playing on the ridge or whatever. And, so and by and by kids, these are like five year olds. Oh yeah, that girl's got an arm on her. That girl's yeah, going to the majors. Yeah, she's literally an MLB pitcher yeah. for accuracy. A five year old girl on a hill. And it's not like they were two feet away. A good twenty feet. No, away. she's yeah, very yeah. far away. She's got a center field heart. This is where my besides it. the broken homes comment. My second favorite comment comes in here, where Dion and Buckethead yes. come rolling up to Claire and Chess Charlie, and they say, hey, yo, like, sup, like, you guys going to the Northern game tonight? Which is yeah. the, the Northern v. Rumson the, hockey, the hockey game. game cause that's the hockey game, because it's the Rumson matchup, yes. They're going to be Rumson on a matchup, and Claire's like, oh, do you want to get a ride with, like, me and my dad? Because her dad's a coach, obviously. And mm-hmm. he goes, oh, I can't, like, wish I could. Obviously, he's saying no because his double. Oh, I also Montana, wrote this like, down as one of my favorite exposed. lines. And he goes, "Oh, I can't. I have to watch my sister." And Claire immediately, because she's a smart, yeah, smart as a whip, and she goes, "I thought you said you were an only child." He goes, "I am a sister, Mary Catherine. She's a nun." And an and invalid. An, an invalid. <laughs> <laughs> I Which, lost oof. it. I was like, "Oh my." 
This yeah. movie doesn't give a fuck. No. And no, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Like I started laughing hysterically. Oh, I started I was, laughing. I was dying. I was dying. I, well, I don't know if I died. Well, it's not because it's like a funny, it's not, it's not a good funny. joke. It's, it's just not like it's, a it's just joke. pure shock. It's, it's a, just shock. I was like, whoa. <laughs> it was crazy. It was the delivery of she's yeah. a nun. And it was like office level deadpan where I was like, oh, okay. Um, what? Uh, and then they're like, okay, I guess we'll see you later then. Then he go- then he's down in the lab hiding from the game because he doesn't want, because he says like half of them is the hockey team who knows him as the genius and the other half is all the kids from his school who know him as the bad boy. And he doesn't want the his lie to be exposed. So he just has to sit in the lab all day, all night throughout the game. But then, um, Mike comes down and he's like, hey, I just wanted to thank you for helping me pass all my classes. Um, I really, me and the whole team really appreciate it and we made you this. And he gives him um, a, a jersey, jersey that has his name and, and a number on it. And I was like, that's genuinely very cute. It's done very well. I liked it. Um, and then he says, I was like, hey, good luck tonight, Mike. And he's like, well, I'm going to need it. We're going up against that rumps and rack. And I don't know any way to defend against it. And then, and they then, didn't uh, have a plan in all of this time. And that's the thing, right, is they know what the rumps and rack is. Yeah. Can, like, uh, it's not some secret maneuver that they were just going to whip out. Like, they know what it is. They've, they have the time to figure it out. But uh, Charlie's just like, oh, I think I might. And so, yeah, then they, then we see the rumps and skates come in. And this is where we get the line of they recruit exclusively from broken homes, which is wild. But so then we cut into the the locker room and uh here's like all right here's our plan to get around the rumps and rack but you know they're going after mike because of course i mike am the best player obviously and the whole team's like yes yes of course yeah yes you you (laughs) our best player we know yeah thank you for reminding us and he's like so what we do is we send someone else out in my jersey and so they'll go after him and not me and then they're like well then we'll still lose a player it's like oh no we're gonna send out the equipment Equipment. manager okay guys did anybody else did anybody else think I know you guys seen this movie before did anybody else think they were gonna send out Charlie I was like this is the clear way this movie's going they're gonna put that 13 year old in a jersey I didn't think that because they're not gonna mistake a 13 year old he's he's three feet tall the golden golden god that is Mike McGregor in in real life yes but by Disney Channel originally of movie logic I was like oh they're for sure putting a 13 year old in a jersey let's knock this kid out of yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, they're putting him out there to be a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, and like, I was like, that's get... what this movie will do. I do like, too, that, yeah, the, after that, the coach is like, yeah, fuck the equipment manager. Oh, I hope this kid dies. <laughs> can, can he doesn't even care. Can cuss this motherfucker. Which, okay, so here's the thing. We don't need to, we don't need a full breakdown of the rumps and rack right now, but the rumps and rack is an illegal move. Is it, though? Is it, though? I again, mean, I, talk we'll talk about it, about it later. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a second. But the thing is, is not... Putting a false player out into the game in under the wrong jersey. jersey. Is that not also illegal, Dylan? Oh, yeah. No, it definitely is. It's, I, like, they're immediately just like, oh, of course. Why do we think of this sooner? I was like, because I feel like you're breaking a rule somewhere. I mean, yeah, actually straight up to foreshadow the end of this movie. This team don't give a fuck about cheating. <laughs> Neither no. team. No. Neither no, no, no. team gives a fuck about cheating. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right. So then they come out. They're 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 like got their plan in place. Um. The the weirdly his daughter Claire is sitting with the team. Oh, which in I the, was like in with on the bench. Oh yeah. Yeah. Literally on the bench. That's not how it works. No, it was weird. I was just like, why are you there? Like, why aren't you in the stands? Um. But then the dean comes down and the coach is like, oh, dean, surprised to see you there. Team. This dean again. <laughs> holds yeah. no punches on this coach because no. he literally says in front of his daughter yeah in front of the coach's daughter he says he's like i want that cup coach yeah. and if you don't get otherwise, it otherwise you're, you're gone you're gone you're done you're done you're getting fired and the coach has to be like don't worry we're gonna win honey you're not gonna have to go 
We're not going to have to pack up and move in with grandma. Don't worry. The Dean's brutal. So then the game starts and they're like, uh, Charlie's just sitting down in the lab and taking notes and he starts, but here's like the, you know, the, the siren song of the game. And he's like, that's it. I got to go. And he also has started, heads up everybody. An experiment. I started an experiment and started the particle accelerator and to which I wrote down, he's for sure going to fucking break this thing. Yeah. There's no way yeah. in hell my Disney Channel movie brain does not see the fact that he's going to break this due to negligence somehow. And yeah, and he is just a child. So like, and his whole and mind is on is on Claire. So oh, he's yeah, not Crickstein, thinking about Crick, anything. Crickstein's, Crickstein's at, at a conference. Yeah, conference in Milwaukee. Me and Dylan Milwaukee. are both using air quotes conference in Milwaukee. He's at a bar he's in Milwaukee. He's getting smashed yeah. in Green Bay trying to fuck a hooker in yeah. like a Hilton. That's like, all that's Crickstein's all, like, doing. Oh boy. Um, but so he goes up in like the jersey and like just with his glasses on. Um, but then he bumps into Odie and he like quickly takes his glasses off. He's like, oh, hey, uh, freaking Chaz, I didn't think you were coming. Come sit with us. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you know. And then he sits down with Dion and Dion's like, what happened to Sister Mary Catherine? And then he's like, she got up and walked. It was a miracle. They're thinking of canning eyes. And then at that point, they ruined the joke for me. Like at that yeah. point, you took it too far. Yeah. Just say she said invalid and let it go because that was great. Uh, but so he's sitting in the stands uh, watching the game, getting into it. But then Claire spies him from the uh, bench and is like waving to him. She's like, dad, dad, Long that's the boy. Long story short, was... she's trying to get her dad to see him. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want to get seen because he knows the the jig will be up the second that happens. He's hiding behind a newspaper. It's He's a ducking under the bleachers. Yeah. Under the bleachers. Eventually, they both lay eyes on him. She's like, there's Chaz. And she also well, says yeah, no, Chaz cause... like this. Chaz. Yeah, because the, the dean comes and finds him and is like, oh, come sit next to me up front row. Yeah, the, the dean sits on the bench. The dean, yeah, the dean is on the bench. a terrible guy. He is, but is also, but also here's guy. the thing. You say Charlie's going to mess it up. It's actually the dean's fault, because Charlie's trying to get back to the experiment, and the dean's like, ah, no, screw the experiment. It'll be great for publicity. Come on. And so he goes to set the bench, and then, yeah, like you said, she's like, that's Chaz. And then the coach is like, no, that's Charlie, the freaking super smart kid or whatever. And then this is one of my favorite bits of acting from uh, Amy Rosam, is she like starts walking over. You have and you said can her see name it. wrong at every yeah. turn. Have I? What, every, what is it? Amy Rosam. Yeah. Amy Rosam. You haven't even Am pretended to Right. And you've somehow Sorry. said it wrong in a different way each time. Yeah, I, I don't even know what's possible. <laughs> Emmy Rossum. There Emmy you Rossum. go. My favorite piece of acting from her is this He's scene. Where she starts butcher with, it, which, I like, guarantee, in five with, minutes. With each step she takes towards Charlie, you can see it all Kaiser Soze fall, to, fall into place in her mind. Yes, like, but like, I, it oh. was Kaiser Soze. I, but I liked this so much, and I literally wrote a note about it. I really liked that she was Claire's not dumb. She cl- oh, I see what you did there. She was not dumb. So many times in these Disney Channel movies, the women are dumb, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, wait, what? You're a so and so? Okay." Like she was like, oh, "You fucking dick." She was. Yeah. She knew it. Like as she walked over there, oh, as exactly. you were saying, like she Kaiser Soze'd it all together, and then when she got to him, she was like, "Oh, hey, Chaz." Charlie, you piece of shit. Like, she had pieced it all together, and he couldn't lie his way out of it. And I was like, she's no dummy. She's a smart cookie. Right. Well, that's the thing, too. Is So she's like, so what was this? Some kind of weird experiment that you were trying to run? Make me look like a fool? And she's, like, waiting for him to respond. He's just not saying Why anything. Why doesn't he Why? just tell her yes. 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 to make them like look he, he, stupid? Agreed. He, sa- he says, I'm sorry. He says, I'm sorry one time. Yeah. And that was the thing, right? Is that I thought... I thought what he was going to say, they, she set him up for this. She says, to make me look stupid. He's like, no, I wanted to make myself look stupid because nobody likes me when I'm smart. Yeah. Like, why would that it. not be your response? And she's understanding and compassionate. Why wouldn't he just explain to her 
why he yeah, wanted to it. do this. Be, like, and why? Because he didn't have friends back home. It wasn't to make them look dumb. And he never says that to her or to no. the friends. No. Which is infuriating as an audience member. It's it very infuriating. While this is going on, they do the rums and rack on the equipment <laughs> manager. Oh, yes. He's concussed. But <laughs> oh, he's the, dead. <laughs> here, okay, this is my biggest comment about the rumps and rack, is that... Yeah, whole, give it to us, Dylan. Okay. Give us the hockey break. Well, the, <laughs> the whole point of this move... Wait a minute, wait a minute, Dylan. I'm sorry. We were, I don't know when we're going to have this opportunity again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dylan's Hockey Corner. <laughs> Okay, so technically, yes, the move is one of the Rumson players distracts the ref, and by distracts, I mean... (laughs) Fully, physically attacks the ref. He jumps on the back of the ref. Also, in hockey, there's minimum two to three refs per game. So there's not just one idiot ref. So that's already, like, dumb. But he jumps on the back, and then he's like... Yeah, masquerading, and then basically they have two players on, like, opposite sides of the ice, and they just, like, basically have the player they want to attack, so Mike, or who they think is Mike, and they basically, like, each skate at him, and basically, like, sideswipe him, like, so to speak, while he's it's not... It's kind of a tabletop, what, yeah, they kind oh of, my, like, yeah. one of them kind of crouches low, and they can, like, I think probably yeah. for the film, to for dramatic effect, they, like, flip him over so the So, here's the thing. So, if Mike is just standing in the middle of the ice without the puck, that's, that's a penalty, because that's interference. If Mike has the puck, as long as it's not, like, a blatant cheap shot to the head, which this isn't, and there's no cross-check, like, it's not... Illegal, really. And I if he if he has the puck, it's not illegal. What is a cross check? Like what one of the players does in the second game to the ref. Oh, yeah. But they really don't do that. They kind of swipe like side. Yeah, swipe them like tabletop them. But if you don't have the puck, yeah, that then it's a penalty. All right, a few things with this. And really quickly, can you answer at some point in this speech? Are you allowed to physically attack the ref? No, absolutely okay, not. All right, that's a thousand percent a penalty as well. This first time, it's more just like he runs into him very fast. And uh, it's like, oh, sorry. But then, but then the second time, he literally just takes him. a stick and just shoves it into his back. Yeah, he cross checks him in the back. Um, <laughs> but all right, the thing is, is Mike is like, I don't know how to defend against this. What? What? Move. Just skate. What what do you mean? Like it's skate away. That's it. That's there's what do you mean? Like you can clearly everyone in the whole fucking place knows what's going on. So do you. you. But you just like what? The victim just stands like you know you can just skate. So that's one really dumb thing. The the biggest thing for me is that in in this game and the rematch game, they do this move with like Two minutes left in the game. Why wouldn't they do this move in like the first five minutes of the game? To to, if their they're best tr- yeah, if they're trying to knock out the best player. I hadn't considered that. I wasn't. I I did not consider that. That it is like the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, like, what's the point? It was so dumb. That that that's just yeah. That's what I have about uh, on that. Okay. But yeah. Obviously, Thank attacking you. the fucking graph. <laughs> Is only, <laughs> that was illegal. Like, and I know nothing about hockey. I know it's a rough sport. No, you can rough up people. And so everything, like to my dumb ass, I was like. Probably fine. No. Probably fine. And the, the equipment, like, and the equipment and manager is like fucking just... fucking beat the shit out of the ref. I was like, something about yeah. that sparked my brain to say, that's probably not kosher. Yeah. And, the, and then, yeah, the equipment manager just standing in the middle of the ice without the puck. Yeah, that's obviously a penalty. 
But who gives a fuck about the equipment manager? That kid, literally we never see or hear from him again. He could no. be dead for all we know. Nobody yeah. cares. No, for no sure. one cares. Uh, but thank you for that, Dylan. Uh, so, uh, freaking, as Claire is grilling Charlie about this, he starts to, like, notice, like, we've been cutting back to the lab and seeing the alarm go off, and then, like, the ice just starts to, like, get, like, glow red, and he's just like, I left the particle accelerator on, and he has to, like, run out and be like, get off the ice, get off the Which ice, Which also looks like threat level midnight from The Office. This uh, is literally the plot of Michael Scott's movie where he saves a hockey game from explosion, but, um... The effects of the ice tearing apart and this, like, red fucking rough. hell Mordor fire, like, underneath <laughs> Was really hard. They to had watch. two effects: the letter falling in the trash can. They spent and more the money on the letter effect. Actually, three. Effect. We'll see a third one later, but yes. Yeah. Well, no, they had the letter. They had the skeleton. They had this. Zero gravity. Were the... Zero gravity. Oh yeah. And zero gravity. Oh, that was the other we'll one. Also, but, yeah, but speaking of that. speaking of zero gravity, so he gets everybody off the ice, and then the refs like, ah, we got to postpone the game. We can't do it do anymore. Do they postpone this the game? Is... Because I literally, guys, I was again folding laundry, and I literally they play Rumson again, and I wrote down i was like do they play rumson twice in the yes. same season but yes but also is that there's two minutes left in the game why would you restart the entire, entire game? game that's not it how over. it works yeah i had that thought too you wouldn't be start, like, again there, there's no fucking bounds and no decoms in general or this film in terms of rules or but also the attitude of the coach like you know, we would have won this. He's literally got the attitude, fuck, we're going to replay him. They're definitely going to win this time. There's my, he's he like, does, yeah. Yeah, he's like, well, he's he like, probably just cost like, me my job. Down. We got that We got that one goal when we tricked him by killing our equipment manager. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rest in pieces, in Tommy. Like, <laughs> we only get one equipment manager. We can't do it again, so now they're going to win for sure. Like, why did we have no other defense for the Rumson Rack? <laughs> so that's who, everyone, of course, is pissed off at him again because he ruined everything. Um, Claire, I guess, rats him out to everyone at the school. And I think the school, like, kicks him out because there's, like, a I woman. I would fucking with, hope. With, well, but, I, but I'm saying, like, there's, like, we don't get, like, that scene of being, like, we know you're actually in college. He clears out his locker and then there's, like, a woman. There's, like, a grown woman sitting there, like, being, like, huh, get out of my school. And I was, like, wait, why Why do you care what's going on with his life? Then we just get scenes of him, like, another montage of him, like, trying to call Claire and explain or, like, see why the Why isn't the scientist mad at him? He basically broke oh, his yeah. fucking machine when he comes back. I don't oh, understand. Yeah, well, yeah, that's where we're at next. So we cut to him in the lab. Why, uh, freaking Kickenstein. I can't, I get him that wrong every time. Holy shit. <laughs> Crickstein. Crickstein. I said it wrong, too. Crickstein. Crickstein's, like, doing whatever, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? He's, like, reading this comic book, blah, 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 blah. And basically they get the idea that it's like, if we could... Um, what we should try to do is we should try and split the graviton we found and see how they react if they react similarly to each other or something like that. So they do this whole experiment and like he co- they cut it in half. They put the graviton in like a rubber ball and like throw it around and like the what one does, the other one does. This movie basically becomes flubber for like five minutes. It's weird. It is flubber esque. Yeah. Um, and it also becomes flubber esque because then they use. God, this I haven't seen discovery. flubber in so long. I should have watched flubber. Okay, but so the, the speaking of and then it actually is a lot like flubber because then they use this event. Yeah. To help the sports team. Oh yeah, it's exactly like Flubber. Yeah, but so he's like, uh, wow, we... that movie should have won some awards. Okay, Emma, we're not here to talk about Flubber. So, but so then he's like, we also like, talked about yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. We say... talked about two Robin Williams movies in this. Well, I was gonna say Flubber was definitely what ninety seven, ninety eight. So yeah, it's they probably this just time. they probably just ripped that. We're so off track. <laughs> but so then he goes to the kids at. 
the hockey rink. The outside one. I know how we can, how to help the team win, how to beat the Rumson rack, but I can't do it alone. I need your guys' help. And they're like, we hate you, obviously, because you <laughs> lied to us. And he's like, I didn't do it for you. I did it for me because I've never had friends or something like that. I don't remember exactly what he says, but I really need your help on this. And then Dion and Odie are like, all right, let's do this. And then Claire's like, fine, because I don't want to be out on the street when my dad gets fired. Also, yeah, I, also I love how that Claire is like, basically, she is the biggest dick out of any of these Oh, boys. she literally is swinging her dick around <laughs> yeah. in front of them. She's like, all right, bitches, I guess. Fine. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, don't fucking talk to us in, like, one of these montages and stuff. But, yeah, and now, like, everyone's basically waiting for, like, her word on stuff. Because yeah, she, yeah. they instantly forgive him, and she's, like, the only one holding strong. Yeah. The basic plan is he gets all the kids to mob the Rubson players as they come off the bus, like, sign autographs and stuff like that. And he goes into their bags and attaches a little thing to a couple of the skates in, in their And equipment. by a little thing, you mean just basically, like, a dip and dot. Like, it's really, like, a tiny little orange it's a, it's a It's a refrigerator magnet. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like you see it like magnetically hook onto the thing. Um, and then so he and then they get Odie up in the stands to provide a video feed down to the lab. And then it's like, OK, so I put the one of the Graviton halves on uh, their skates and we're attached with the other one. So whatever we do, they are also going to yeah. have to do. Which, again, straight straight up cheating. Oh, oh. they're cheating immensely. It straight is, up cheating. It, it, and they try to explain it away later, but it's still yeah, cheating. Yeah, he literally was like, well, we're not cheating. We're just kind of keeping them from cheating. No, That's like, how you're selling this? Like, the idea that they're trying to present is that they see them, they watch the video scene, and they see them prepare to do the Rumson Rack, and then, then they activate it to prevent them from doing it. But then later on, they just straight up start messing with the they're other team so they win. Oh, and yeah. also being so blatant. I'm like, are you guys trying to get caught? Oh, yeah, freaking. We can just we can just go through this because it's not that. It's just yeah. a lot of cutting. It's going on. But so, you freaking, yeah, they start doing the thing. They mess up the Rumson Rack. Uh, because and then they, they just put, th- basically, guys, just doubling back. So if they put that one refrigerator magnet on their skates, they have other skates that Emmy Rossum and Charlie Chaz are wearing. And so whatever they do in those skates in the basement, yes. they have to, they're mirrored by the skates upstairs yeah. because of gravitons. I know I'm yes. doing an amazing job explaining this because it's like they do the same thing. So originally they're like you could take it from here, Luke, but they're like they stop the rumps and rack and keep the guys from like skating Right, yeah. crushing Mike like they did the the equipment manager. Rest in peace. Um, they what they but then like they're about to do it again or something, and then they're like, all right, let's just take control. And so they do it, mess it up, and then they just start doing like ice dancing and stuff. And which and it's case, just like you would not be able to control their arms. They're doing like I you wrote that same thing down. Like they're doing the same arm yeah. motions as the kids, and it's like what? How? No. Also, another thing. Wait, going back to the one they were originally talking about this over the headsets. She Emmy Rossum has a great line where she goes. Uh, just to be clear, I'm only here because I don't want my dad to be the manager of the ice skates. Like, she really is only there to save her father's job. Yeah, she's in it for the money. But also, a good point, going back to before they start doing this, is so they're like, what about the professor? Isn't he here? And he's like, no, I rearranged his schedule so he's busy all day. Plus, he's never here for hockey games anyway. But then he immediately walks in. <laughs> And mm. it's like, what the hell are you kids doing to my lab? And he's like, ah, crap. And he's just like, no, you can't do this. Like, I, like, it's like, come on, man. And then he says, Charlie says something where it's like, what's the point of any scientist discovery if you don't have friends? And I was like, what? And then the team professor's just like, I can't be a party to this and storms out. And I was like, wait, what was the point both of you were trying to make in this scene? Why is the professor upset? You don't care about any of this shit, dog. It's all like Charlie's nonsense hockey bull crap. You just want to get the Nobel Prize. Like, so why do you give a crap? And then she storms out and Charlie's like whatever they do the whole ice dance and then they're like oh wait the third guy is gonna do something where's the third uh plate really to quickly mess him I up? do want to say one thing before we get into this like 
like the final drama of this movie is that she comes downstairs to help him with his dumbass science. Emmy Rossum comes downstairs and he does this thing and says a line which pisses me off in every movie it's ever been said. When a woman walks into a room and someone goes, <laughs> did it just get a little bit colder in here? Uh, cause she's a frigid bitch. Sick man. First of all, you are the dick here. You were an <laughs> asshole. Don't, you don't get to like make jokes about her being a frigid bitch to your dumb friend Dion. Like now, first of all, so I got so mad at that. And then also like from a larger standpoint, and I'll be done ranting in a second, but like all this bitch ever wanted was to be in on the joke. You made her feel like a fool. You made her feel like a fool. She tutored you and it, you, you made her feel like a fool. And then she comes in to help you, and you say, did it just get cold in here? You stupid piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? I just, I was so annoyed with that comment. It's like, you're not in the right enough again to just make those jokes. He's also, like you said, unable to explain to her. Oh, any, unable, unable to explain to her any of the reasoning. Yeah. Freaking, yeah, so they're like, the third guy's about to do something. And they're like, oh, where's the third disc? And then freaking Crickstein rolls in. Apparently he's on board oh, yeah. with this Where now. did he get those blades? Where did he get those blades? Why did he change his mind so quickly? But he, run, he flies seconds. in and he's like, I, and then he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he slams into the wall and then like sparks fly and stuff. And it's like on some control panel stuff. And then everybody, the three of them just start floating. And it's like, oh, we must have reversed the charges uh. um, and the polarity. So now they're repelling, meaning that we can float. We've cracked anti-gravity. And then freaking one of the guys just starts floating in midair. And the game oh, continues. No, it, and Why not, would they not stop oh, the yeah. game? <laughs> if people started floating in the oh, air? No one is faced. No one on the benches or even the audience no. is like, oh, yeah, eh, that's not out of the ordinary. I was like, what the fuck? Two players just did a 10-minute ice dance, and then one guy just broke the bonds of this earth oh, yeah, and yeah. ascended into the heavens in the middle of this ice agree. No one thinks, uh, maybe we should stop for a second. Like, Meanwhile, yeah. the ice cracked a little bit, and we called that whole game. Yeah. Also, they score, uh, freaking Mike scores a goal, and they win, Woo. even though a man is literally flying. It's an afterthought. And then Charlie and... Claire float close together and then they kiss on the lips because it's 1999 ow, ow. and just Disney hasn't decided how they want to handle that. you can say yeah. invalid and broken home and you can kiss on yeah, the lips. True. And then that's pretty much it. There's a scene at the end of them at the ice hockey rink all being like, oh, come on, let's play. And then Crickstein's also playing hockey also, for no real why reason. why would they mix those teams? I don't want to be a stickler, but like, why would those college kids be playing against those 12 year olds? That, oh, I, those that was my note too. Yeah, he's like, oh, on one, yeah, you, you got to take Crixie on your team. Oh, fuck. All right, I got it. Oh, excuse a... me. You're college players playing <laughs> We're children. Cause, yeah, because they're playing just by themselves. And then the college customer's like, hey, thanks for, sa thanks for saving going. the game. Thanks for thanks thanks for cheating for us so we could yeah. win, guys. How oh. we all play together? And the they like, someone to play against. <laughs> the message of this film was. Is cheating is good. Cheaters oh, always Bullying win. and cheating. Sick. Two man. thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Take what you've learned from this film, children. Take it to your schools. Cheat and bully. I do think yeah. one of the reasons that, life. like, this movie, when you announced it last month, this is, like, a wrapping up note for me. Why I didn't, like, a jump in my mind is just kind of, like, this is probably one of the most poorly titled Disney Channel original movies of the whole time. It is, time. yes. Like, this movie, like, I know he is a genius, but he, this has really nothing to do with him being a genius. Like, it's more about him, like, shedding that and trying to be a bad boy and, like, living a double life. This, this is a good question. We don't really have a tagline this month, guys. Can we come up with a better title 
for this movie. That's something we can do as a wrap up. Um, it should be called like genius downgrade or on something ice. or like genius on ice or like something about him like going to junior high junior high genius junior high genius no that's it that's, that's it you what got it should be fucking called motherfucker that's it you nailed it Emma you nailed yeah. it you uh, got it they got very the title was very lazy it's so bl- it was a working lazy. title and then they like finished the movie and they're like fuck oh, we fuck never it. fixed we'll it, just keep it. <laughs> okay but uh so just wrapping up talking about the film I think and and you know ratings and whatnot um for me personally this one I thought was okay. It didn't really wow me. I mean, I had seen it before, so there weren't any surprises. But, like, uh, I just thought it was pretty middle of the road in terms of DCOMs. It wasn't too good. It wasn't too bad. So I'd say, like, if you were, if you remember it, you maybe want to watch it again. But, like, I, otherwise, it's not that uh, vital to yeah, your viewing I, experience. I was yeah. not a huge fan, to be quite honest. I was going to rate it about a five, I think. Pretty down, yeah. d- pretty down the middle. Yeah. What do you think, Em? What are you rating? I would say, like, a four. I didn't really did not okay. love this movie, but I did love Emmy Rossum, and I want her to know that if she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dill, what are your thinking? Yeah, what I would say a five. Definitely no higher. Do you guys want to know what we're watching next month? Oh, do you get to pick again? What the fuck? Yeah, because you because I get to because this was my birthday month. Also, this was a bit of a point, disappointment for the birthday month, but I didn't really have Why a high expectation. Why did you pick this, dummy? Because just because I was just like, yeah, this is a, well, all I right. This what's movie. next? I, I hope you do better yeah, next well, time. I did. I think I'm gonna do better because I did realize last time I got to pick January, February, I picked one you didn't like, which was you wish, and then I softened the blow next month with Pixel Perfect. So I'm gonna try and do that again because I'm picking a movie I haven't seen, but I think I know you like. So join us in February, where we will be watching the classic film, Cowbell. I love that movie. Oh, my God. My waveforms are not. That is such a great one. I have never seen this film. Really? How would you not see that, Luke? I feel like that was actually a pretty big... Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, and the DCOM the Allison and AJ Mashakas. Part of the reason I'm picking it is because I've uh, now that we've we follow Ali and AJ on our decom Twitter and just like seeing those girls live their lives gives me so much hope. They're great. I, don't know. I, I like them. them. They're great. But I was just like, you know what? Let's pick one that I think Emma likes. And I, but I have not genuinely not seen it. But I think at the time I was like, oh, this is like a girl Disney Channel Rich movie. Not for me. I don't know. But I just never watched it. So I know it's about two girls who are like the heiresses of a dairy fortune about Basically, or something. They take if for my my early aught millennial ladies out there. It's like. A rip-off simple life where, like, it's, like, two heiresses and they have to go live a simple life. Um, But it's great. I really love it. I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, Well, I think that's going to do it for us this month. But, uh, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. Great. Dylan, I'd ask you, but you're just a ghost in the wind. Much much like Chaz Anthony. Oh, my God. A rumor. (laughs) a A myth, a legend. Um, uh, but you can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. You can also find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. And if you can chip in there, I really appreciate it. Thank you to all my patrons supporting me there right now. But also importantly, you should find us uh, on Twitter at Comedy Podcast. Give us a follow there. Become a D-Comrade. But super importantly... Emma, what would you like Rate to remind everyone to do? Rate and review us on iTunes, you beautiful humans. iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher. We're on Spotify now, which is pretty dope. If you're listening to us on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories. Let people know that we exist. Let people know that you're Disney Channel trash just like us. Because <laughs> the world deserves to know. Uh, but yeah, I think that'll do it for us. Come back in February for Cowbells. Dylan, thank you so much for joining us this month. We had a great time. Hope you did too. Yeah, of course. Can't wait for you to be on again. Uh, but until that, until next time, guys. 
DCOMs forever. Jesus, right. Bye-bye. Bye. Just, just what was all of this? Was it one of your experiments? Were you making a study of the local culture? No, I... Then I guess you were just having a laugh at my expense. Imagine me thinking I could teach you.